every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. All right, let's kick it off. All right, let me post this link. All right, live. I got you, bro. I'm going to give you some time. Here we go. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, everybody, back to the Morning Dinner Podcast. This is your boy, Kimi Barra, and his co-host, Chuck, what Wait, up, y'all? Are you my co-host or am I your co-host, bro? Or are we just co-host together? Oh, we're co-hosting. We're we're, we're, we're co squared. We're just co-host. Co-hosted. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. And on today's very very special episode, we got our man Zach Gray in the house. Oh, and he just, <laughs> he dropped I just dropped my phone. <laughs> yes, hello. It's all right, well, man. Up, no, if nobody saw it. It didn't happen. <sighs> they heard it though. There we go. You can pick it up. <laughs> all right, hang on. Here we go. <laughs> so for everybody who's tuning in and watching the live stream or you're listening on Apple iTunes, appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Zach, you want to give the people a little bit of background of who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I am a singer-songwriter, artist, producer, multi-instrumentalist. Um, try to do it all. Yeah, man. Multi-instrumentalist. You play multiple instruments? I do. What kind, uh, of, what kind of instruments you play? Well, I started when I was super young playing violin. Mm. Uh, I went to a private school, played violin. My mom gave me a guitar when I was like five years old. Uh, actually convinced me when we were going back east to see our grandparents, my grandparents, that it was a tennis racket for my grandpa. And keep in mind, it's a guitar. Yeah. But I was five. And <laughs> I literally, when I, when I opened the guitar on Christmas morning in Connecticut, I was like, oh, a guitar thought it was a tennis racket for grandpa <laughs> yeah dude so Damn, uh, so i got that um and so was, were you ever in orchestra no okay. i did so the violin that i played in private school was like suzuki message where they they tape on the frets Ooh. Mm-hmm. so i've always kind of done stuff by ear or i guess you could almost say that was tablature but um but then yeah i got that guitar i probably didn't even know how to tune the guitar i didn't know how to tune the guitar for a couple years but i still played that thing man yeah and then i remember learning how to play a g chord and anytime i picked up a guitar i was like Damn, that's tight. But uh, but then yeah, I got um, what's the next thing, man? I I Blink One Eighty Two was like my shit when I was like nine. Mm-hmm. So my mom got me like a red Fender Squire, and I learned all the Blink songs of Enema of the State. And then I got another acoustic guitar, and then started you know having feelings about girls, and and it was game over. And it was game <laughs> over. And then damn, all those sad songs came. Was it was, oh, it, okay. was it anybody in your family that that pushed you to go into music, or was that something that you kind of just knew you wanted to do? No, I think. You know, like I said, the music, the violin thing was in private school. And then my mom got me that guitar. So, but no, it's like, you know, I grew up with my mom and my sister um, since I was five. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just, dude, you know, it's funny. People always ask me like, hey, man, I want to learn how to do this. Like, and, you know, they give me whatever excuses. Like, dude, when I was a kid, like, like I said, I got that guitar. I didn't even know how to. I remember seeing this guy in, in when I was younger play guitar. And I was like, dude, I don't want to play violin. I'll play guitar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just a cooler instrument. Exactly, yeah, much bro. cooler. So yeah. you know, dude, I just <laughs> played with it, and then even we got a little keyboard at the house. I just played it. Like no one had to tell me, go like play this. You know, no one pushed me to do it. And it's funny. I even had guitar lessons from this guy when I was younger, and the guitar teacher told me, he said, "Tell your mom, don't come back," because I was just playing whatever I want. He's like, "You're not doing what I say. You're just playing whatever you want." And I think even from a, even when I was young, this is why I feel like I have somewhat of you know this is all subjective but i feel like i have some kind of uniqueness of a sound or whatever because even since i was young i always wanted to just do what i wanted to do i always you know even when i sat down on on 
keyboard or piano when I was younger I just like played until I found stuff that sounded cool mm -hmm. even on guitar like I had these chords that I found like I didn't know what the name of them was when I was younger and dude I just like even when I was young I didn't I didn't want to learn a lot of cover songs I just wanted to like do my own shit besides obviously Blink back in the day yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and yeah I've done covers here or there but I've just always had this drive to just like do your own. my own thing that's kind of dope because a lot you of know? the time it's like you copy like a shit ton yes. before you kind of learn yes. but yeah. And it's funny you say that because I do tell people like I think a, a tip for for upcoming songwriters and producers is like find a song you love and analyze the shit out of it. Mm -hmm. Like figure out why do you like that song and actually try to almost recreate it, even if it's just a practice. You know what I mean? Not that I'm, I'm a little hypocritical in saying that, to be honest, but I think that is a good tool for people who are, are, are you know, either just getting into it now, whether you're older or younger. It is good to kind of like you know, analyze why you like songs. And obviously I've done that, whether I've like completely, and I take the, actually, I mean, you know, I've done covers for my publishing company and I've made it into my own thing. Mm -hmm. And even through that, that process, like you're always learning and, and yeah, man, it's like, we all have artists we like. And if you, a good starting place is trying to, man, what do I like about this? Like, how can I make this? Maybe make it in your own way, but I think it's great to use, you know, even in when I art, was a class I took that I really liked in high school. I had like the craziest, amazing, weird ass teacher in high school. But hey, one of his concepts was he would come around with like a black thing of paint on his hand and smack it on your painting if you weren't using reference. So like, what does that mean? Using reference? Using reference. So it's like if you're, you know, painting, oh my God, I don't even know, like a skyscraper or like buildings, you need to have a reference of a skyscraper and buildings in front of you. So you you you're like have reference, you know what I mean? Oh, kind of like a in, like the inspiration for it. Like you have to have, is it almost like if you were tracing and you had the original next to it, so you can kind of draw? Yes. You were referring that image. Okay. Exactly. Got I mean, it, got okay. It. And even in even in a lot of art, I mean, you can ask any artist. It's like they'll you know they'll have the grid. Have you guys seen artists where they'll they'll literally yeah. draw out a whole grid? And then, you know, they'll ha they'll actually have a, the picture or the reference all gridded out. So then it's like, you know, whatever equation it is to put it bigger, then they're following the line so that they're making sure that it follows on the reference. You know what I mean? I mean, I think, I think there's something to be said about, you know, abstract art, you know, and just going however you feel. But in a lot of art, I mean, even in, you know, I'm not, I'm obviously want to be in this semi-mainstream pop culture world. So I'm not going to write... 10 minute songs where I'm yodeling and then I'm rapping and then it goes to some ska song and then it goes to like humming or or whatever as you know much as I mean? you want to as much as I want to you know what I mean it's like <laughs> I'm gonna I still always write in like structure you know what I mean so in a way that is my 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 like eternal references I know how to write in good structure I know you know how to go in and out of good or songwriting or break rules and and uh, but I'm still I still work in a framework for what you know I want to do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, it's like, yeah, you got to use reference. And if you're just starting, you got to find things you like and go, how can I emulate that? And then make it into my own thing, yep. you know? Mm. So how, so how would you, how would you define your style of music? You know, it's funny. I get that question all the time, but, um, I'll just say the same thing I say every time. Uh, it's somewhere in between alternative R&B electronic. And then because like I say, I feel like I write catchy things. It's pop too. And I think mm -hmm. pop is you know, I think, you know, yeah, I could say pop music and like 
10 artists would come into your head. Yeah. But honestly, if you just think about that word, it's popular. And anything that gets into those top 10, top 100s, it's pop, bro. I mean, you had, um, I don't know the why the one that sticks out in my head um, is that Gautier song. You didn't have to show yeah, me yeah. out. Oh, yeah. That's a good song, man. We oh, yeah. I don't want to say that too much copyright. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> flag, God damn it. <laughs> it's like shit. Did that all for nothing? Oh no, the live stream went down. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a song that I feel like was not like no one would have been like, hey, this is a pop record. But that song was huge. Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever. I don't know why that song. Well, how how do you think? What? Why do you think it got so big? Like, dude, that chorus is crazy, bro. But I mean, I think in the, um. And it has this like almost Phil Collins vibe. Yeah, that's what I always thought. Like, Dude, it felt like it's like I mean, but in the real song, like it takes, I think it takes like two minutes or something for that chorus to come in. I think there's a cut down version, like a radio edit version. But mm-hmm. man, like some songs are just undeniable. And then when you get to that chorus in the song, uh, and especially like there's this moment where Kimbra and him like right before the second chorus like they're like together and then it built it's like dude it's beautiful and then that video is is really interesting but it's it's weird and it's cool man. i like weird i think chuck I is like kimbra's biggest fan oh yeah i love kimbra dude kimbra's dope. dope he uh put me on to her uh stuff when she was like performing at south by southwest yeah things like that i was like damn i had yeah. no idea was that when she's doing the voice recording thing well, i yeah. think she does that all the time but yeah, it's just tight. she's weird. She's cool though, man. She reminds me. It's funny. I'll, um, I have a friend that I did music growing up with in bands, and and uh, she looks like what my friend Sean's mom looks like, or what I think my friend Sean's mom looks like when she was younger. I'm like, cause that same like hair, you know, yeah. little little bang up here and then down like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Dang, I gotta meet your friend's mom. <laughs> she's older now, but I just imagine what she looked. She, was she looked like Kimber yeah. when she. Was younger, I swear. Hey man, Kimber at any age though, well, yeah. except uh, over eighteen. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah like, any age over eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so okay, so <laughs> move, moving on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a project that you're working on right now? Uh, well, um, I am in my head. I if everything works out, I would love to release an EP in like November. With like five, six mm. songs. So I got a new single coming out um, the 21st of this month. It's called Imperfect Love. Uh, probably going to be shooting a music video for it in October. Um, that's going to be a big day for me because that I have a show on September 20th, uh, Velveteen Rabbit, uh, at an event called Connected. And then the next day, single comes out, and I'm playing with my boy Mike Xavier at Life is Beautiful. Okay. Oh, good so stuff, two sir. Yeah, man. And, then, and I pretty much want to say I'm opening for the weekend because even oh. though... Man, yeah, man, I'm that's just insane! Congratulations, bro! Yeah, congrats. no, I just mean like Mike's gonna play that same day. Yeah. I will play gotta, one gotta, song gotta. with him, and then the weekend we'll play way later. Hey, bro, that's an hey, accomplishment. So I no. guess I could say I you kinda, can say that. Yeah, I mean, sure. speaking of accomplishments, you you just had one of your songs on YouTube, right? We acknowledged it in Olan's episode, but yeah. it hit how many of you? How many uh, streams or views did, I did it hit? Looked in a couple of days, but uh, first shout out to Olan. Love you, girl. Thanks for all the shout-outs. Shout out Thank you guys Oman. for the congratulations in that episode. I oh, appreciate yeah, man. it. Congrats, man. Uh, but yeah, so I released, um, I got a couple of collaborations, even more coming with electronic artists. But um, so I, a little story first, I guess. So um, a little while ago, uh, probably around the new year, I, something like that, uh, this kid named Pernay, his artist name is Mune, uh, hit me up. Um, I don't even know how he thought he found me or what connection we had, but kid was just persistent. He's over in India. Um, just sent me a couple songs. I, I, 
found one I really liked and, you know, he kept bugging me. I was busy and I was like, all right, dude, I got to do this song. So I did this song with him. The song is called Lie Over You. We self-released it. And then um, the kid's a hustler. Um, so, you know, he's made a ton of connections. Um, so a DJ that was friends with uh, the guys over at Chill Nation and Trap Nation, their label's called Lily Palace. Um, they were like, yo, they, they want to sign the song. So um, Lowly Palace picked up that song, Lie Over You. Then that came out. Um, and then after that, they had to start sending me this other artist, um, named Pikes, um, sent me one song. I wasn't feeling that much, but then the second song, uh, which is that song alone, um, you know, uh, and what's cool about that song is, you know, usually the things I write about are from personal experience, mm-hmm. whether it's relationships or otherwise, but, um, but that song, you know, um, you know, cause I'm, I do my own stuff, but I've had a, 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 a lot of awesome opportunities to put my voice on electronic stuff. And I've always felt through the years that like, man, if I could just link myself with some dope DJs, like not only do I know how to you know record and produce myself, but I just feel like my voice goes good over that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I could do it easily. You know what I mean? You so, know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I just was like, dude, if I could just get on, get my voice on some, like some dope electronic shit, they would pop off. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's been cool to have that opportunity. So, you know, um, I had a friend, um, young nephew, uh, commit suicide, um, super sad, um, really terrible. And I was also kind of thinking of, um, Avicii who apparently killed himself as well. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of wrote the song, you know, talking about, you know, you know, I haven't dealt with that personally with someone really close to me taking their own life, but I just put myself in a place of trying to imagine what that would be like. And, um, you know, so the main thing of the, is, you know, you don't have to fight this alone. And, you know, if I could tell you this or like, you know, why didn't you tell me? And, and if I could have just been there for you. Um, so it's really cool that, that, um, you know, this song, that song's the first song to really take off for me. And, um, I think it's, it's, I think it's over 2.3 now. Um, what, million. Yeah. In a, a little over two months. So, you know, it's just cool, man. It's like, you know, my goals beyond music are to make a positive impact in this world, man, and help yeah. people. And, and, uh, I feel really honored and blessed that that is the song that's really taken off because I hope it is helping people. And, and I'd like to think that it is and, and that I could take a friend's pain, um, and turn it into something, you know, positive. And now that, now that situation, you know, it like, not that anyone would think it's in vain, but I took this really terrible situation that a close friend went through and, uh, turn it into something great that I hope helps people and maybe, you know, makes it so other families or friends don't have to, you know, go through that with someone they love. That's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty, uh, deep issue. Like that's been happening. Like I, I, I just kind of said this on the touch on in the pod, on the previous podcast before this one, but it was, a, uh, I, I, when I was growing up, I didn't know depression was a thing you know what i mean i never thought that was like a i thought oh people get sad you know and they make mistakes but it's like depression itself really is a big is a big issue that 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 you know has has risen up in the media lately yeah um and it could just be because of the rise of social media and how aware we are of everybody that's doing you know that's taking their lives like look at look at robin williams right robin williams we have mac miller today bro yeah and who even knows that yeah that's trippy yeah, I, I kind of just want to say that too. Like, you know, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a terrible situation. Like before. Too young. Before I used to think like, like I, I wouldn't really, I was ignorant to the whole fact about depression and I would look at things and I'd go like, if you're having issues that you just get over it. Like, you know, everybody has issues, right? But there's literally like depression is something completely different. There's a difference between being sad and being depressed. 
Um, 100%, man. I mean, you know, I've been in one or two places in my life going through some shit where I, I, I would never take my own life, but I have felt that that thought yeah, came pretty into my close. head. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, you know, man, yeah, I think it is with our culture and, and you know, you know, people are just on their phones and, and I think, I think honestly just people don't, you know, whether it's your friends or family, people don't take enough time to just be like, hey, man. I love you. You're awesome. I just mm-hmm. want to let you know if you need anything, call me, man. I'm here for you. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah, man, I just, I, I think, you know, we've just gotten so materialistic and, 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 you know, it, it's, it's like, yeah, love yourself and like, you know, believe in yourself, but man, it's like, you got to take that and you got to like, look at the things and people around you and see people who are not feeling good and yeah. try to help those people if you see it you know what i mean and and sometimes you don't see it and that's the worst is when like there's no signs and then they're gone yeah and like there's i don't know what to do that's why i like making a song like that hopefully like someone that maybe is like that hears that and feels reach it out just reaches something. out for help and whatnot exactly yeah, yeah. man so but um but yeah man i just think we need a lot we need a lot we need more, more love on this earth for we sure. do man 100 yeah. i feel like i also feel what, what you're saying about how having that song be the song that kind of broke through and yeah. reached that many people yeah that's just a blessing right there man dude that's beautiful yeah amen man yeah because like that's the one thing a lot of people have to understand like with emotions and whatnot like it took me a while like i I guess we all have it like the ups and downs like there's some days you just you have no energy for anything and it's kind of like you're it's like monotone it's just like uh, like what's the meaning of life and whatnot yeah and then when you you get stagnant you mean like when you uh when you when you are creating and then even though you love creating you start asking yourself what's the point just everything you know in general and it's just like you become a little bit more, uh, what is it? I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, it's just, it's all meaningless, but then at the same time, cause we're always comparing ourselves with other people. Yeah. And I feel like that holds us back a lot, you know, cause we want to be in their shoes and whatnot, yeah. but we're not really focused. Yeah, man. I feel like too many people are looking out for themselves nowadays and that, that feeds into the issue of, uh, kind of like you said, you need to look around, you know, your loved ones and really analyze what's going on because sometimes we're so involved with it and even being like at the age that we're at where we're younger we're, the world is moving so fast because of social media where we're trying to do this we're trying to do that we're doing 10 things at once that we don't have time to sit down and you know call mom and ask her like hey how's your day like what are you doing you know like so yeah i dig it man guys call your mom tell her you love her yeah and i'll do the same tomorrow but wait until you Mom, finish this podcast. I love you. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, man, you know, um, it's interesting. Um, first, I want to touch on when you said it's meaningless. I think sometimes it feels like that. But for me, like, you know, um, I believe in God. I think it, you know, I grew up as a Christian. My my beliefs have been open to lots of different things. But mm-hmm. I think at my heart of it, that that is. And I believe that, you know, things were created. That's just me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, man, so that's, you know, I feel like, but I feel like in a really general sense, my my purpose to my life, like, like the, however music made its way into my body, however. Mm -hmm. And like when I, as soon as I got that little inkling of like, Hey, you know, this is what I should do. You know, I think that became what my purpose. And I think the most divine thing in the world, especially with artists or, or anything, man, is, is that inkling of a dream 
and whether you, you know, give yourself a thousand excuses why it will never happen, that is the most divine thing that you should follow. As soon as something creeps in your brain, like, hey man, I really like this. I'm going to do, I want to do this. Attack it. Yeah. You should do it. And that mm-hmm. is like, I feel like people talk about what God's plan is. Like, you know, you got free will there, but I feel like whatever God's plan is, is for you to like follow that dream. Yeah. yeah. Love what you do all the way through. Dude, exactly, yeah. man. And yeah. I think as, as artists, you, you, it's, we're not that we're like serious, as serious as martyrs, but it's like, I think as artists, you know, um, and it's interesting too, what I was going to say is, is, you know, I would have no music that's good if I didn't go through shit in my life yeah. with relationships or whatever. So it's a weird double-edged sort of like when I'm super happy, I don't, I'm not that inspired Yeah, to be totally honest. So it's like, I, I want to be, everyone wants to be happy and so do I, but it's almost like I, it's a, like I said, man, it's almost a weird double-edged sort of like, I need to go through stuff. I need to like, you know, keep finding and learning and, and going through pains and stuff because that's, that's what fuels me. It's weird, mm-hmm. dude. It's like, but I feel like our job as artists is to go through pain and then turn it into something positive that helps others, you know? So that's what I feel like the real true, like anyone who is an artist who is like taking like, I'm an artist, like that's your job. Your yeah. job is to like turn your pain and turn things into beauty and turn things into like, you know, art that helps others, mm-hmm. whether it's like one person gets this song. It's like, mm-hmm. man, you know, it sounds cheesy to say, but it's like, dude, if, if, if I can like, if someone could listen to my song, however long it is, three minutes and their day is better for even that three minutes. That's cool. That's it's what my, sure. that's what my ultimate, like, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's like, we all want purpose. We all want, you know, all these things. We all want to feel content. But I think what at the end of your life, you're going to look back on is like, how am I fulfilled? What fulfilled me? And I think it is, dude, it's touching people. It's helping other people at the end of the day. You know yeah. what I mean? When you selfishly get everything you want, it's like, you you know, we hear stories all the time of people who are rich and then depressed, whether it's actors or oh, celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, stuff. It's like, because maybe they don't have something that's like fulfilling to them. Like once you have everything, like, what does that mean? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? What are you doing to like the world? What are you doing to the people around you? Like, how are you helping in, in a huge way that like, you know, puts that positive, but also like resonates within you. you yeah. Know? So I feel yeah. like that's, um, that's, that's kind of a conversation I was having earlier with a friend of mine is, uh, we were talking about fulfillment and kind of like, um, cause she's going through something right now. Um, and she, she asked me for advice and I was, and I was, and I didn't know how to relate because it's, I mean, it's all like relationship issues and things like that. Right. And I, I don't like giving advice on things like that because every situation is different, but I kind of like, I try my best trying to help is saying, well, let me tell you this. Right. If I had a billion dollars right now, never had to work a day in my life again, would I quit doing photography and video and podcasting? Like, well, would I stop doing that? Probably not because no, that's something that brings not. me joy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I may I may work a full time job right now. Yeah. But I like doing freelance photography, video, podcasting because that feeds my soul. 100%, like w- what bro. it does, it makes me happy on the inside and it helps me sleep at night. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't find that, like you said, and they, and they, they could have they could have a ton of money, but if they don't find find fulfillment, it goes down a dark path. A very dark path. Yeah. So, money isn't everything. That's like yeah, facts. That's good stuff right there, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for shedding light on that, bro. Yeah, no problem, yeah. man. You, you got any upcoming shows right now? So uh, the 20th will be the next one. And okay. then that one, I'm going to play uh, me and Mike Xavier. We've had this song, Streetlights, for a long time. Uh, it's pretty much almost done. We're probably going to put it out in October. But me and him will be playing that one song at his set. And then uh, pretty cool, I have two shows, uh, the 29th and 30th in Miami. Uh, my boy Anthony Hall set those up for me. Um, he runs this who runs the music section of this really dope event called raw pop-up. 
Uh, it's in like this like museum crazy building. If you guys want to go, where's that them. at? It's in Miami. I don't know. I oh. I don't know exactly what it is. I know, right? So it's that's uh, the 29th Saturday, and then I think I'm playing uh, Miami So Far Sounds uh, the next day. So. Those are the one, two, three, four. Have you ever performed in Miami? Or is I this have the not, first? man. I uh, didn't. I I was in Miami maybe when I was like super young, yeah. bro. But I'm excited to go now, man. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be. Cool. Wait, so you you just played dope. Downtown Container Park, right? Yeah. So how uh, was that like, dude? I love that stage, man. That's almost been like my residency, and it's not a show that I I've I promote like every month, like because I, you know, that's that I love that stage. Uh, my boy Sal, um, shout out to Sal. Um, has been booking me for a while there and, and dude, it's just a dope outdoor stage. Um, and it just feels good when you're up there and, and it's, it's almost just been good practice. Like I play there almost once a month. It's not something that I like promote the whole month. It's just like something to keep, you know, if people know about it and they see me posted a couple of days before come out, but it's really just like a, a keeping me playing. You know yeah, what I mean? Obviously it, pay, obviously it pays a little bit, mm-hmm. but you know, it's keeping me playing and, and, uh, but I probably won't be playing, um, a show, um, in October. Um, cause I want to have like a big, um, like head, I haven't really done like my first headlining show. Yeah. You could say container parks, like a headline show, but it's not, it's not like I put like two months of promo into it. Yeah. And like, I have a couple of people that I've planned who are opening for me. Yeah. So I haven't done that yet. And I, and I have kind of done that for a reason because I've kind of waited for some things to build because I want to make sure like when I do plan a headlining show where it's me, mm-hmm. you know, I want it, I want it to make sense. I want to make sure there's enough stuff going on a singles, you know, pump in. I mean the views and all this stuff with chill nation, like has, has come up and, and, um, and it's cool. So I feel like in November after my new single drops and maybe I'll have another single or an EP in November, that makes sense for me to do a headlining show. So mm-hmm. I'm probably going to stop playing for a little bit. I probably won't play as many shows locally next year just cause I feel like, you know, there is a thing it's like, yeah, you should play all the time, but there's also a thing of like, yo, I just saw Zach last week. Like, why am I going to go to the other show? Yeah. You know, so you want to kind of, you know, I think as, as a local artist still, you know, obviously I want to be huge around the world but you know i still am i guess considered a local artist here in vegas but you know as because i live here and i'm not touring yet so i think with that being said you know you want to kind of space it out so next year i'll probably play less shows i'll probably have like three throughout the year you know i may play some other things out of town and stuff like that but i think you don't want to overplay your audience you know what i mean oh really like, what do you mean by that? Like, I mean, it's like, you know, you want to set some like, man, Zach hasn't played in like three months. Like, and then when he has a show, it's like, do we got to go? Okay. To you're talking about in the local I'm area. I'm talking about the local okay, area. Yeah, I'm, I want to play out in LA, even yeah. go back up to my hometown of Sacramento, Arizona. Um, but I think next year I'll probably, you know, unless it's like, I would say, you know, I'll maybe have like two or three shows that are mine next year mm-hmm. or i will also or and or i will also be looking for like bigger acts to open for us because i think those are good opportunities too but in terms of just like hey i'm gonna book a show you know what i mean i think i'm only gonna probably do maybe three of those next year no, that's you know good. but where i'll really put like a lot of time and energy into like mm-hmm. yo, promoting this is like, it making it a little bit bigger exactly i want to yeah. see pyrotechnics at your next show bro <laughs> i want to see like fire we pow. want fireworks you know fog machines Lasers, they got a whole edc fire. production Dude, dancers i do need to get that i want to get Everything, some like bro. dope visuals um 
Dude, yeah, you, so, you should you should do your next show huh. and then have us podcast out there, bro, and we're commentating on the entire show the whole time. <laughs> do something different, you know what I mean? <laughs> That'd be the craziest, weirdest Dude, shit. You guys, I am super down. Dude, do something that. different, you know? Okay, so let's talk about the about the because you said you perform down, you know, downtown yeah. Container Park. You yeah. do that kind of like a monthly thing. Yeah. How? What are your thoughts on the on the local Vegas music scene? Oh man, um, it's interesting. I think it's building. Um, you know, I think. Uh, you know, Main Street, the Arch District, that just had its whole grand opening last night. I heard there's a new venue going down there. Just, just gossip, I guess, but I hope there is. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've already seen it kind of blossom since I've lived here, and maybe that's because I'm just more infected in it now. But um, but yeah, man, I, I think I think it's I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. culture's definitely getting better out, out here. Yeah, I it's, think it's it's I it's taking time for sure 100%. compared to like. Like and we talked about this, I think uh, I forgot what episode, but it's culture's definitely growing a, sh- a lot in this its town, and I yeah. I, I think it got like a, another like ten more years before it becomes like something like really, like venues are actually accepting it more and whatnot. Oh, just yeah. just just look at like downtown period, man. Like you know, fifteen years ago, downtown was kind of like, whoa, man, you want to go downtown? <laughs> You're gonna get stabbed, you know? Like there's it's dangerous. Yeah. It's like you yeah. know, crackhead city down there. Yeah. Now it's like a cultural thing. How everybody's yeah. coming together and they're building all these different little businesses and, you know, the community is coming together to do this event at Container Park and, you know, uh, that's where Life is Beautiful is being held now. You yeah. know, like this is downtown. Yeah. I still think it needs a little bit more just due to the fact like the best example is like when you go down, you know, where Commonwealth and everything is and yeah. not hating on any of the venues because I do yeah. work at them, but um, it's just all <laughs> hip hop and it's very yeah. like... I think that. going to other cities where every venue had a different genre, right. and I think that's beautiful. That's right, how right, it right, should right, be. Every right. and the thing is, like, why why play the same music everybody else is playing? But I know it makes money. But. No, I agree, man. I I agree that you know some diversity in music and and uh, things are good, man. I mean, my favorite my favorite venue that I feel like is the most diverse is still Bunkhouse. Oh yeah, Bunkhouse you know? has the dopest shows. So I like, just yeah. feel like I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, that's where I want to do my my show at. Mm-hmm. I just like that venue. I like, I like, you know, the sound guys. I like Ryan, the owner. Um, it's just a cool, like, I feel like, you know, I will, unless it's a container park or otherwise, unless I'm opening up for someone big and until I'm selling out bunkhouse, I'm not going to like really, that's like, yeah. Until you're selling, I feel like, you know, I've seen people book a bunch of local shows at, at other venues that are big. And sometimes it looks, it looks good. Like, Oh, Hey, we're playing at vinyl or Brooklyn bowl. But it's like, you know, if there's only 50, 70 people oh, there, it doesn't look good. No, not at and, all. And then you probably don't really like it either. They're like, eh. You know, so it's like, you know, for me, until I can sell out Bunkhouse, I'm not going to book a my own local show at Vinyl or uh, Brooklyn Bowl because they're just bigger venues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like to me, it's like it would go um, Bunkhouse, Vinyl, Brooklyn Bowl. But it's like, yeah, it's like you got to, I mean, I think it's so much better. And I'll tell this to every single local artist, pick a small venue and pack it out with 200 people. Have people not be able to get in. Yeah. Because that's a dope story than, hey, two pe- 200 people came to our event. That held 14,000 people. Yeah. Exactly, bro. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's a little over-exaggerated. But yeah, you get my point. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. like, it's a better look to have like this crammed, intimate thing, you know, and sell that out and have people be like, oh my God, dude, like that was crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. Then like, yeah. So that's my advice. I would say one thing too. Do you think, do you think maybe that you might get big outside of the city? 
even bigger like there because like you know how people appreciate music that's not in their own city because local yeah. love's pretty pretty rough everywhere i've dude i've talked to like you yes. know like I they're like the uh, same problems that like i mean dude i could talk about you know i mean it's, like i'm from sac you know the music scene i think has gotten better since i left mm-hmm. um but now, when you say sack, you mean Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm a little slow with the lingo, guys. <laughs> the, yeah. Put me up to speed. Sacramento. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, honestly, I think people are probably having the same conversations about every single scene everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, you, you just got to fight through it and, and, you know, be unique. And, and yeah. yeah, it's like everyone. Yeah, of course, man. I mean, what my answer to that is really like, uh, I hope so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, if it started and I blew up in Vegas first, that'd be great. Yeah. But, um, but, but I'm not, I'm not picky. Like, you know, I just, I think it just, it takes one thing to go. Poof. I mean, like you look at, um, uh, I don't know the band coming to my head right now is Kings of Leon. Like they blew mm. up overseas in like UK yeah. before they even, anyone even knew of them. Over yeah. They had like seven albums or like five albums before anyone even knew them in the, in the East coast. That's they funny. were, they were headlining Glastonbury over in, uh, the UK before dude yeah what's so, up it's what's kind of like an elephant and what elephant caged elephant or something cage like. the elephant like they were like oh yeah we're actually doing a whole europe tour and i was like damn and the people in i US swear i've just barely team. heard of you guys but it's crazy how much like they're big in there you know what i mean and shabriel was talking about like big in uh Wait, are you talking about cage the elephant or naked elephant Na- which one's the one that played at culture and cannabis with who was that's that? naked elephant naked elephant yeah yeah yeah. weren't they doing a europe tour so they uh yeah they had a little um they had a little i don't know if it was like a huge tour or anything but it was definitely like they 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 had their labels out there so they played um a oh, couple good, venues good, a couple good. dates and i think they did play at this festival out there uh-huh. um which is cool man yeah because i think i think they got signed by virgin In uk europe. oh okay. yeah which is cool man i mean i would i feel like um, and shout out to those boys, all my homies. Um, I love those guys. Um, Poor but, one for uh, the homies. Yeah, <laughs> plug for the homies. But uh, but yeah, man. Like I feel, I feel like I look at my Spotify, and actually my second biggest um, country right now is Germany. Yeah. And I feel like Ger- what I've heard about Germany is they have an awesome music scene, and very like music good music taste. Scene. So in go to every Germany, man. in every genre, Dude. like they're killer. It's kind of yeah. like when you uh, you have Thanksgiving at your at your house, right? What you have Thanksgiving oh, at your yeah. house and. Uh, you're like, oh, I don't want to have things to do with my family because you're young. And then you go to your friend's family's house. <laughs> like, damn, this is popping. Yeah, and it's things, not. Like, it's like the same things. food. <laughs> yeah, but but the experience for some reason is yeah, different. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? No, I feel that, bro. Yeah. I can't wait to go overseas, man. I, I, I can't wait to travel. I can't um, wait for Thanksgiving. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we always bring it back to this like, drooling over here and my shit. birthday is like super close to thanksgiving too oh really yeah november 30th happy birthday man. i want presents you guys happy wait november early. 30th november 30th yeah november, we're so giving you're... you the present of being on our podcast wait, oh damn is, 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 is november's one of those is november's one of those birth uh, months it. that has 30 30 <laughs> or 31 days no 30 30 i'm the very end 36 so, the, you're, so a... you're five days before my birthday because my birthday is december 5th Sagittarius? Yeah. My man. Sagittarius, man. What's your sign, Squad. Chuck? Um Aries, I think. Oh, you Oh, is it really? It's April 2nd, so. Well, I don't know. Is help it Aries? Me out. Well, if it is if it is Aries, <laughs> that's why you get along with this guy and why you get along with me cuz we're all fire signs. Really? Yeah, there's only three I don't f- know that. There's only three fire signs. There's Sagittarius, Aries, and Leo. That could be it, man. So we got that Pokémon fire badge. <laughs> Dude, we are like <laughs> triple down. threat Pokémon fire Tarzards. badge, bro. He said Pokemon. Charizards. Wait, so you, you make music, but not by yourself, right? You you have a team of people, or how does well, this work? Uh, lately, I've had uh, a team a little bit. Um, and when I say a little bit, I say one person. Mm. But um, Hey, man. But, uh, team. 
but yeah, dude, I mean, look, I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I can and have all the ability to make music myself from, yeah. from recording all the way to mixing, mastering. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have done that on certain songs, but yeah, I mean, you know, my, my original thing was always to have a band. So, you know, and the thing about having a band is like, yo, we did this together. Like you guys, all the success that this has, it's like, you guys get to share that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. you guys are a little band, a little podcast band. Yeah, Ooh. man. You know? Yeah. I'm the front man and he's the one that's a... He's a, what's it called? You can, be the, you can be the drummer, oh. Chuck. Yeah, I'm just Drummer is very he's, important. He's the Tito to my Michael Jackson. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who's Tito? Tito, bro. The one Jackson 5. He's the oh, one in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, I'm Michael Jackson. You're the Jackson 4. I'm just messing with you, bro. <laughs> hey, no, that's this, a lot. This podcast would not be possible without Chuck, man. I got, and vice versa. I got to give yeah. Chuck a lot of credit. Like, he, yeah. he does a lot when it comes to, like, the live streaming and everything like that. Yeah. But it's, like, it's kind of, like... And this might segue into where you're talking about, but we do it. We do everything 50-50, You know what I mean? Like he handles the, te- the technical side, yep. and then I handle the social media slash, you know, all that, all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. I mean, not, not that you couldn't. One of us couldn't do it all by ourselves. It's just it's also funner it's when you get so to share that. Yeah. It feels it's somebody better, else. dude. It feels better yeah. when it's shared. So like, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, shout out to my boy right now, uh, my boy Blake Wisner. Um, you know. There's two producers who I really mess with a lot, who I've been working with a lot with, is my boy uh, Blake Wisner and my boy Danny Couture. Um, you know, there's a lot of great artists and, and producers in this town, but those are just the two lately that I, that not only do I really like their style, but their just work ethics are are dope, man. Um, and I, I want to segue into this other thing really quick on that note, just because Go it's it, funny and it's like it's an attest to like I'm such a nice guy, but I'm like, dude. Okay, so like, uh, me and Mike Xavier were to get were together, and he like every once in a while, like you see people do the questions, ask me questions, yeah, right? and then like someone. Were you talking about like on Instagram? Yeah, like or the, the little poll. Yeah, the little no, not the poll, but oh, no, like no, no the add, little yeah, you yeah. send submit a question. Yeah, you submit a question. So yeah. one of them was like, you know, who are the dopest producers or artists in Vegas, right? Yeah. And like whatever he responded or, or whatever, and then and then I posted like, all right, I'll do questions now too, and Mike asked me like, who are your favorite artists or producers in Vegas. And like, I put like a couple people like Blake and Danny and Mike. And, and then, um, and then I put, I think maybe I put a couple more, but then I put like, I'm so nice. So it's funny that I even put that. I was like, you know, if you weren't on this list, step your game up <laughs> with like a little kissy face and like one of these faces, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude. And then like, you know, I, I, as soon as I like did all that, like, it just created this like storm of people like, Oh, what the heck man? Like I just got a bunch of messages and then I like, and then I went like, you know, I like tagged everybody I could think of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, why'd you do that, man? Why can't I just be like strong about like who I feel really passionately about? Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's a petty kind of thing. I feel man. Like Dude. people, people, if, if, if you're like, yo, yo bro, why did I make your MySpace top eight? I was like, bro, chill. You're supposed to be worried about much bigger things. You know what Dude, I mean? But like people hit me up. Maybe they were just joking, but people hit me up and it was just funny to me. It was like, but yeah, so I'll say it's like, yeah, my, my boys right now are Danny and Blake, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they're hardworking. I love their vibe. And, and at the end of the day, it's like, it's a taste thing. Like you might be the hardest working dope producer, but if I don't vibe with your style or who you are mm-hmm. as a person, like when we connect, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, so, um, I've been working a lot, um, lately with my boy, Blake Wisner. Um, he's, you know, dude, all the artists that he works with and that he's done are just super dope, man. Shout out to Jay Douglas. Shout out, shout out to Felix the Cat. Shout out to Rhea. Um, shout out to Lux, Shanley. But, um, 
Yeah, dude. I mean, he just has this vibe. Giving so many shout outs. Yeah. Like a, it's like we're a rapper. Bro. <laughs> I know. Hey, shout I, out to at everyone. I might, I, shout out to at everyone. I probably forgot someone. Um, but yeah, man. I I'm mean, one, um, oh yeah, Hunter, <laughs> HKG. Um, but yeah, bro. Um, yeah, man. And just like everyone around uh, that he's worked with um, is just dope, man. There's a song. Um, the first song I heard that him do is uh, this song called Run Away From Good uh, with this artist named Jay Douglas. Mm-hmm. Check out that song. It's dope, man. And it was the first thing in Vegas where I was like, fuck, this mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, uh, and you know, and then, yeah, man, I mean, just we and, me and Blake are just a really good team, dude. It's like not only do we vibe like personality-wise, but, you know, he's a singer, songwriter, producer too. He's going to um, UNLV. Yeah. Um, he goes to school with Michael, who's my drummer. Shout out to Michael Hoffman. I love you. Best drummer in the world. There you um, go. <laughs> but, uh, I was going to say, it's almost like a- You're going to be sh- saying shout out through the whole time. It's almost like, <laughs> hey, man, it's, it's almost like uh, being in a relationship, bro. You know what I mean? Like you- uh, before you make it, you got to find somebody that, you know, is down for the grind, down with yeah, the hustle, you know Yeah, dude, and, like, and it's not even that, like, I soup, but it's not like, like, yeah, I can do it myself, but, like, having someone else in the room to bounce stuff off of yeah. and, like, keep you motivated and... It's very good. It's important, man. It's like, I wouldn't have got this this song done in Perfect Love if it wasn't for Blake being in there doing the shit with me. And that mm. song is only as good as it is, and the fact that it got finished is because we did it together. And yeah, we share that song right down the middle, man, because, you know, at this point in my career, it's, it's not about, like, ego tripping about money. It's just like, dude, it's about getting good content out. So whether that takes two people or one person or 10 people, it's like, mm-hmm. you got to do what you got to do to consistently make a quality product and get it done in a somewhat, you know, timely manner. So, mm-hmm. you know, I love the team element, man. I mean, most of my songs have been a collab and I like it that way. I mean, there, there will be songs in the future that, you know, will be just me from start to finish, but, yeah. um, but yeah, man, I really do like collaborating. That is my favorite part about music besides performing. Like, because it's a little bit more interesting. What, what do you, what, what do you look forward to in a collaboration? Like, do you, do you, are you one of those guys that collaborate? I can't talk, man. Collaborates. Mm, running on my words, far. man. Are you one of those guys that could just <laughs> like, 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 all right, you want to call me out on that, bro? Call me out on that. What are you trying to do this right now? He's thinking about Thanksgiving, bro. Hey, man. You tie that in, bro. You got so hungry, dog. That was good. I was going to say, are you. Oops. Oh, damn. Chuck dropped his phone, too. Are we still live, bro? That was instant karma right there. Yeah, I know. Hey. Yeah, that's what you get. My bad, bro. No, you're good. Are you one of those guys that likes to collaborate with as many people as he can, or is it kind of. Jeez, man. Uh, yeah. Or, or uh, let me ask you this: What mm. do you look forward in somebody that you're gonna collaborate with? Oh man, I think it's just a, either it's a singer or a dope producer mm. for me right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, dude, right now, dude, I just love that like dark R&B alternative vibe, dude. So if you got, what would that be? Like, oh man, some, some influences. Oh, I mean, so we already talked about the weekend. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. the weekend's first three EPs when he first came out. Mm-hmm. House of Balloons. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the other ones right now. Let's kill me. But it's the one with the black. But trilogy, trilogy is where those three pieces are together. So like that whole vibe, man. Because house is not a home to you, dude. Ooh. That one or what was it? Oh my god. That one song. Bro, I cannot believe. I swear you, to god. No, no. I cannot believe you actually brought up that song because yeah. that is one of my <laughs> fucking tw- favorite songs. Twenty eight. Really, dude. That's that. That's one of my favorite songs too, bro. Bro. It kind of it reminds me so much of Michael Jackson oh with his voice, god. bro. Oh my god, dude. It's I trippy. love that song, and no one's. I no one's. That's the first time someone's actually brought that up when I bring up trilogy. I yeah. love that song yeah. so much. Twenty eight. Twenty eight, dude. That song is so great. So yeah, I just love that brooding like. Um, I don't know. I mean, because to me, like the the like I used to do the band, and the bands I really loved were the two biggest ones were Radiohead and Coldplay. Mm-hmm. And that has that like 
Uh, and then I'm more rock side. You got Muse um, with that. But dude, Radiohead and Coldplay just had this like melancholy, dark, haunting, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, so as I started to like different music and got more into electronic stuff, and I mean, I used to listen to pop stuff when I was a kid, but I've always liked pop music. If you write a great song, I think everybody likes pop music. If you music like a great song, dude, but if, if I hear a great song, it's like, even if it's a, I'm not a fan of country, but it's like, if I hear a great country song and it's catchy, I'm like, dude, that's a great song. And you ever I can, heard of Zach Brown band? I have heard of Zach Brown band. <laughs> you, you, you I like will never. I, is that his? Is that his? A little <laughs> bit of chicken fried. Yeah, bro. I, the sink. I, I swear the this sink is like the third podcast I bring that that yeah. song up on, man. I will never be the Zach Gray band. Okay, <laughs> Zach Brown. I'm not coming for you, but I am coming for you. Well, he we would have problems, man. Hey, I, I was we, gonna yeah. say like what what in your eyes makes a, a great song or something that you vibe off to? Like, I mean, dude, production melody and great lyrics so you want to be down with like a lo-fi beat maker <laughs> oh dude if it's got a dope vibe that's why I said, I said it's either i mean it's got to be either it's got to be one of those things, okay okay got it, got it. it's got to be either like soup like dope productions mm-hmm. sick vibe great melody reverb or, or just thank reverb you, or awesome lyrics you know what i mean yeah. like uh and then a great song has all three you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and um you know, but it's it's so subjective, man. It's like a great song is like if it if it does it for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um but yeah, man, it's like I just love that alternative. So I took like what I loved about Radiohead and Coldplay and turned it into this like electronic R and B thing. And I love using more like soulful stuff and using my falsetto more. And I feel like through those two things I've kind of created whatever you know zach gray is or will be or something like that but i feel mm-hmm. like yeah, i feel like i just i i'm very diverse in the music i like and, and kind of where my voice can go so i'm trying to be as diverse as i can but still tie this this thread through it but honestly like the the thread that is tied through it is my voice you mm-hmm. know i feel like at this point i can say i think at least from you know what other people's have said as well that my voice is unique and I want to get to the point where like people hear me and go, Oh, that's that great. That's why it's like, you know, some of these electronic collaborations that I've done, they're not hundred percent like my exact style, Yeah, but it's your style mixed with everybody else's. Yeah, but it's like, it's my voice. You know what I mean? So I'm like, as a singer as well, you know, I just go by my name. So it's like the more, you know, if it feels good, the more things I can get my name on, the better and just getting people hearing that voice over and over. So, but I will talk about like what I look for in collaborations. Is, well, now that you say that, bro, I do have this mixtape I want you on, bro. So, uh, <laughs> dude, you got to get in line. I'm going to get you, uh, I'm going to get you that, uh, that drill cartel track right now. Bro. <laughs> that, uh, Pop- Populous Cabar Flow. I got you. <laughs> Sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut I'm you off. I'm about it. No, I'm about <laughs> it. Send it, bro. Send it, MP3. Ooh, ASMR podcast. Send it, MP3. Oh, okay, we're going to get a whisper. Can we just you know what? One of these days we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna do, do an that shit. whisper podcast. Can we just whisper for a second though? Okay, check it. So, all right, let's do it. all right. Um, what were we talking about? Um, shit. Oh, collaborations. I, I remember collaborations. Okay, so, uh, yeah, dude. So, uh, but, um, oh god, I can't take myself seriously. I know it's a little funny. <laughs> it's like kind of hard. You can't give up, bro. Okay, I'm not gonna give up. Okay, here we go. So, give yourself another answer. Answer this question. <laughs> Answer this question, and then you can get, go back to your regular voice. But be careful, because we have a gate on this um, compressor gate. I got you, so back up before I talk again. There you go. Okay, ask me. Um, Ask him. Ask him. Uh, <laughs> what was the question? Quickly. This is hard. How do you, uh, what do you collaborate? Collaboration. I hope you guys use this part as the promo for the video. Oh, this is going to be the promo, bro. Oh, we're doing it. They're yeah. Like, what the fuck? This promo's going to feel so good. It's the best promo. Bro, it's got to be a good vibe. So if I'm feeling the vibe. But sometimes, at least with these few last collaborations, sometimes 
it takes me a minute, you know, like the song. Like, okay, I gotta go back. Yeah, yeah we're good. <laughs> They're gonna be. Like, it was hard to do that. It was like oh, harder no. to do that than just I was regular listening talking. Listening to you the whole time, and I'm like, dude, yeah, he's gonna keep it off. Yeah, 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 I was like, shit. I thought he was gonna break it. <laughs> oh god. This podcast right. is so fun, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rando. I have a great time with you guys. Well, okay. you, you know how you said, like, you know, you had your favorite, you know, top five in the art in the city. We're everybody's top five podcast because there's not that many out here. Yo, I will say, look, shout out to my boy Blake and Jared. I was on their Creative Contact uh, Complex podcast. Uh, oh, they super have one? dope, dude. Yeah, no. Um, I'm about to but check man, it out. I was telling Blake, I was like, you guys got to look at morning dinner, man. Like you guys, I, like, bro, I don't see anyone doing from branding to your guys' little theme song with the like. You always in the kitchen, but oh, I'm yeah. in the kitchen, bro. I love, I love what you guys are doing, man. I'm super, so, I was super stoked to be on this show. Like, thank you, you guys man. are killing thank it. You, brother. Keep it. Thank up, you, bro. Thank you, bro. And it's crazy because that that whole that whole intro for the food, like, literally came up with it. Like, it might have been like the day before we did our first. Yeah, podcast, I literally was bro. like, yo, I'm gonna create an intro song, so I made the song no, in my room. Because I don't know really if you great. know, but Chuck Chuck does his own little production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shitty production. He, he's he's yeah he's got the lowest <laughs> self esteem in the game. But uh, holla at Chuck right there. Uh, but yeah, we were just in his room the day before we were supposed to do a podcast and like we don't we don't have anything we don't i don't even think we had an idea for how we were going to brand it yeah but then when 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 he played that song and we're like okay we're going to call it morning dinner and i had an idea for like dude it might have been something i said or you said that triggered the idea of the like pretty what if, colors what if we use the, the 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 voice of like the uh what's it called the the one from friday the, yeah you in the kitchen show him because i was trying like, to find know? like just like two <laughs> clips somebody saying like morning and somebody saying dinner yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. then uh he, he was like oh why don't we do the friday one yeah and Dude, then, it's so good and, and then yeah. the one from so what good. was that movie with uh the the i show him hungry i forgot what the name of that movie is it's the, um, the twins twins his brother older brother who did what's who's uh, the director? The wayne, wayne, bro, bro, wayne brothers the his their older brother he directed a movie marlon wayne's marlon or, yeah the, is, that is that is that his name i don't know because they're the wayne brothers it's i forgot so there's two Wayne brothers, but then they also have an older brother yeah, that was making movies right, in that right, style right, 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 in like right, right. the 80s, bro. Yeah. So I think it's Marlon, maybe. It might be, yeah. I, I don't want to Leave a lie. comment in the comments. Let us yeah, know. Let leave us a comment know. down below if you guys know what movie we're talking about. <laughs> let us know we're wrong. But there was a scene with Chris Rock, bro, and I swear to God, when I saw that scene, I was like, I heard him talking. Uh, you, do, do, was it, he said, do you have change for a... Do, do, do you have change for for a hundred? And it was the whole time he's like trying to trying to hustle the guy into like giving him cheaper prices. Like how much for, how much how much what was it? How much for a for for a cup he's of soda? He's like how much for a rib? And he's like oh a whole rack of ribs. Uh, no, just eight one bucks. Rib. And he's like nah one. <laughs> and he, goes, he goes one rib. He's like yeah, show him hungry. <laughs> and bro, and we say that to each other all the yeah, time, it's bro. It's hilarious. like a meme to us now. That's awesome. But yeah, what were we talking about? Uh, it catches on well, though. Well, I was t- telling you guys that you guys are dope. Thank you, bro. Oh, Keep yeah, it up. You, brother. And you, then uh, let me try to seriously talk about collaborations. Yeah, so a um, couple things. Um, so, yeah, uh, done those two collaborations so far with uh, Mune and Pakes, uh, with Chill Nation. And, dude, since those things, bro, I swear to God, I've gotten, like, over 20 people hitting me up. So it's been, like, a little, not stressful, but it's been, like, I'm just, I've, I, I'm so glad I finished one of my own songs, that single coming out in Perfect Love. Mm-hmm. September 20th. There you go. No, September 21st. There you go. September 21st. But uh, I'm glad I got that done because, man, I was like, it was just like, I felt like I was just working on just collaborations that weren't my own thing. So I'm glad I got that done. But but yeah, man, I've been getting asked so much to work together with other people. And it's just like, all I say is this, like, hey, man, super down. You just got to be patient with me. Um, I got a collaboration coming with uh, this DJ named Nurko and then uh, this other guy named Fairlane, both super dope producers. Um but yeah, I'll just talk about the Nurko one for a second. Like I got that done, but um, you know, 
some songs are hard, man. It's like even if I vibe with the the production, like sometimes it's just like it's tough to get melody and lyrics, and that's something that Blake helped me with too. Um, you know, having a team is good to get through that's that stuff. That's really dope. But, uh, but dude, on this Fairlane one, which is you know really dope as well, it actually because uh, I got sent a couple stems and. Um, they were cool. It just kind of didn't work out with these two songs. And, and, um, you know, one of the guys at the label chill nation was like, um, send us a acapella, mm-hmm. you know, instead of like them sending the instrumental. Cause that's how everything I've done. They send the instrumental. Then I like make lyrics, you know what I mean? But he was like, send an instrumental. So what I did is I, I like sang a bunch of like how I make songs. If you guys ever come to the studio to hang out is like, I will just make a chord progression and then I will just sing whatever comes out of my mouth. Sometimes it's words that make sense. Sometimes it's just mumbles and vowels. Mm-hmm. I like, so I'll always do that. That's how I get started. I'll mm-hmm. like make a find beat that melody or with your voice, find a melody. And That's then right. it's like put lyrics to what you think you're saying, or then write completely new lyrics. So, but, um, but yeah, I just put this piano, uh, progression down to this like melody thing. And then I sent it to him, you know? And then he, wrote around that and that's what i heard like one of my favorite producers is flume and that's what i heard he does he starts with the vocal then he makes it around the vocal so oh wow that's crazy yeah the best damn i didn't know that yeah dude the best things are always going to be that way because honestly any song that has vocals dude that's like you want to compliment the vocals exactly dude i feel like that's That's how most rappers write their lyrics they just don't even know lyrics yet but they go in the studio and go and they go with the beat (laughs) and they're like i don't know what the words are yet but that's gonna be the flow (laughs) i I think that's the case i think it's also like they just find a beat they like too yeah and then they flow but but i think i think for singing and stuff like that man it's just like um and i'm sure it works for rap but i think it's always going to be a little bit better if you have that vocal as a producer and then you write around it so Mm -hmm. that's why this song with fairlane is is more personal to me because it started with me and that's why when he sent it back i was just like dude this is so dope but i i think it's so dope because it started with like a chord progression that i made and a melody that i made first before Mm -hmm. any production was done to it so really excited about that um i'm trying to think if there's any other collabs coming up um Maybe I'll, I'll I'll keep those in the secrets. Don't forget, there's a collaboration with with yeah. morning dinner. You're gonna be yeah, doing. Yeah. Well, no, we're gonna do that. Hey, but one thing too, <laughs> I was gonna say the you you said you're coming out with the EP soon. I my goal is to try to release an is EP that in November. All you or is that a secret? Sorry. No, I think I want that to one to be all me. Um, Sick. But there is definitely gonna be. I have in my mind a features. Couple, there might be, but I might just want my first EP just to be all me. Yeah. I, I think like, you should. I feel like that, that's a good way to do it. It's kind of, if your EP is going to be your intro to the world, to kind of like say, yes. this is my solid first project. It should be just you. Unless you and really once, feel that artist that you like is like, yes. damn. They, yeah. They, they, yeah. Unless yeah, you have part. a song that you really love. And you're like, I can't see this yes. song without that artist. Or I yep. might, or, or that true, song true. may just end up being another single. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. There you so go. I haven't done an album. I'm not, you know, I, I don't imagine doing an album, you know, for another year or something like Wait, that. Wait, so the, this new, you were talking about a music video earlier. You're, you're filming and is so, that going to be for your upcoming single that's yes, coming out? Yeah. So you already have somebody shooting it? Yes, tentatively. Damn, I'm trying to shoot my shot, bro. Tentatively. I mean, we'll talk. <laughs> All right. But uh, but yeah. So we're uh, so yeah. In October, I think is when we're going to start shooting in Perfect Love. Nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, dude, I love collaborating, man. I just I, I look for a dope voice or a dope yeah. producer, and 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 then yeah. I mean, a lot of times I can't get in the room, but if I can get in the room with someone, that's obviously the dopest. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you have any, like any tips like when you have like writer's block or just a creative block? Do you have anything? To, yes. Like, what, what's your best tip? Um. Well, yeah, dude. Working with someone else, hundred percent. It like get, frees it up a little yes, bit. Yes, dude. Because it. it's like they even if dude, it's like because someone else is not you. So like they're something that you're like, God, that's lame. They might be like, dude, that's fucking awesome, bro. You know what I mean? You're overthinking it. You're overthinking it, yeah. dude. Exactly. Me and Keep do that shit all the time. Well, dude, like, Yo. I, you know, I'll talk about Olan for a second. Like, um, oh yeah, she was talking about this, dude. I, look, she, you know, she was stressing out that week right before that single was gonna come out. And I was we need to get together, and I made time for her that day, and I'm so glad I did because you know, I, when as soon as I went over there, I was she had sent me these other renditions of of the thing, and I was like, just play the first one you sent me. Mm-hmm. and then we listened to that and i was like this is sick dude yeah this is the one let's go to my studio and master it and that's the one so like that was a perfect example of like she kind of just overthought it a little bit mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i mean and then as soon as i got in the room with her and we listened to it together i was like oh on this is dope yeah you know what i mean and then we, and then it was it and then See, she that w- says so much and then she was just like, like cool damn. she was like cool and then it was like it, all the stress whatever she was feeling was just gone because yeah man I just, we just needed to get back in the room and i was just like look this is dope you overthought it too much let's release it it's sick you yeah. kind of killed it the first time so it's like when you have someone else there not only is it bouncing off of but another one as a producer the the program that changed my life uh is called splice yeah. um because basically it is millions of sounds millions of sounds and you can search by keyword you can search by tempo you can search by bpm it's just anytime, like, because sometimes I don't want to, like, I don't practice guitar or piano every day. So, like, sometimes when I play guitar and piano, I play the same shit. Like, I have, like, five songs in F sharp minor because I just love that key and my hands just go, like, right to it. And it's like, nah. damn it. it. It do it exactly, though. <laughs> nice. So, it's like, you know, sometimes on, like, there's been a song that I started on Spice Word, like, it was like this, these monks chanting. And most people would have gone past that sound and be like, I can't, how could I use that? But I like liked this melody this monk was doing and I cut it into this cool sample. And then I wrote a piano progression around that sample. And the piano progression that I wrote, it was a piano progression that I would have never written just sitting down and being like, okay, here we go, do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, and then sometimes I'll find a sick drum sample or a sick piano or whatever sample. Sometimes it's like, yeah, if I if I am totally lost, I will just pick a tempo and I'll go on Splice and I'll just like search for samples. That's tight. Is yeah, that bro. just for drafting or is that for like a full-blown track that you're probably going to produce? Dude, it, it, I mean... Both ways? Well, when you say drafting, what do you mean? Like, um, do you ever use like templates to like kind of just start singing and then you'll fill it in with better sounds or yeah you just oh you, yeah 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 i mean sometimes sometimes it's like i mean that'll usually be like when i start with piano or roads mm-hmm. if it's roads i usually end up using it anyways because i just love the sound of roads mm-hmm. it's like yeah. my favorite if someone was like what's your favorite all-time sound that's an instrument it'd be roads yeah roads has such a dope <laughs> dude it's just like it's so sick like that mood of what the roads sounds like that electric keyboard dude i just love it so but yeah sometimes if i start with piano or roads like i might change that sound but um but yeah sometimes i mean if i'm finding a dope sample in splice like i may just i may just keep that shit yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so um, damn bro i don't know if it's the red bull or what but you're inspiring so many ideas in me right now bro for like no, things that I want to do in the future. It's just me, baby. That's what it is. <laughs> some shades, brother. Don't, don't don't credit Red Bull. I mean, I Red, like Red Bull, Bull gives you wings. Bags. It does give you wings. But this man gives you uh, what's what's better wings? Super. Wings. I thought you were about to get super sexual. <laughs> no. uh, gives you say, uh, like, hard nipples. Ooh. God. <laughs> no, but I was gonna say. But I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> oh man, Chuck, you ruined everything. <laughs> I was gonna say like Sorry, bro, like you inspired me right now. Like I was just thinking about collaboration and how and how you were talking about how. Um, 
people overthink things and they complicate things and they make it more than what it is and, and yes. it ruins everything, right? Yeah. So I'm like thinking, I'm going back to me, me going back to my, like my photography and how I, sometimes I'll sit down on, with a photo and I'm editing and I'm like, and then I, I get an hour into it and then I'm doing too much and then I'm adding too much color and I'm ruining the image. And I see yes. this done a lot. A lot of people take great images, but then they color them too much. They do all these crazy yep. effects. They're trying to do something different and it kind of, in my because photography is subjective but i feel like sometimes it, it's overdone yes. um and and you just made me think like i should i should, I should start a website where or i should do this thing where i no longer edit my photos but i, I make a website you have called, to post it called, no i no I, oh, I, I make a website called free raws i don't know if this is this is like done yet but if you make a website called free raws and you have a bunch of photographers on there and they just they just give away their raw images yeah and they let everybody else edit them I love but that. you don't touch it yeah, that way everybody can kind of like put their perspective on your photo. That's dope, dude. Damn, I, I had to say it because I'm gonna forget it. And then yeah. when when you pick one you like, you like they get a little small fee of that. Yeah, I love That'd that. That'd be tight. I love yeah, that. Yeah, man, you get a little community. Voting. I should be for music as well. Yeah, right? bro. for everything creative. Mix, yeah. yeah, put up a song, mix this. Yeah, yeah, or add to it or whatever. Yeah. I love that. Well, Splice is kind of like that too because you can you can send. I think it's only with Ableton and Logic and a couple of programs, but you can literally upload your session to Splice. Your stems? Oh, oh your yeah, session. Yeah, the whole That's session, tight. dude. That's why it's sick. And they do remix contests and all that stuff. Like Ooh, literally, nice. dude. Literally, like the remix will like come as a whole Ableton session. Oh, that's so nice, dude. It, a Splice is wait. Lit, so, bro. so you use, use Ableton primarily to produce? No. Okay. Um, I have used Ableton in the past year because I do like it. The past do you year use Pro now. Tools? No. My my DAW that I've been in, God, it feels like ten years now is Cubase. Cubase, that's crazy. Yeah, Cubase, and I do Damn. use Ableton sometimes, but Cubase, yeah, man, bro. Because I was gonna say, uh, I was listening to that song that you sent me, and it sounds that's all Cubase, bro. It sounds so good though. Like I think you, Chels, a couple of other Vegas artists, like there's very a certain small group of people that I listen to their music. I'm like, this isn't Vegas music to me. This is like bigger you know what i mean like this, this, yeah, I this sounds wanna, like i don't want to sound i mean shout out to vegas yeah but i don't want to sound like yeah. a vegas artist well i don't mean that as in vegas has a certain, <laughs> a certain <laughs> I mean, sound but, but i mean like this has the potential to reach to i could hear this on a radio in miami you know what i mean yeah, like, I, could, I, or I could hear this that, in, in yeah. dubai or something like your voice is crazy yeah good. i was like Thanks, Shit. Guys. well so, that's what i want to hear keem yeah that's you know good man because i've seen you live and he destroyed it i was like out of everybody, I was like, all right, so we're actually running out of time because Chuck has to head out pretty. Yeah, well, why can't pretty, me and you stay? What's up? Uh, because he has to, he doors all the technicals. Oh, hey, I mean, shit, dude, if you guys. want to, I can turn the HDMI around and you can, we just, can do that. You can hit uh, one and three, one and three. Uh, check well, if it works. Let's see if it works real quick. Uh, okay, well, wait, so I'm one or he's one? You're, you're number one. I'm number one. Oh, so I then you would, gonna... oh, shit. So then you're number three then. Right there. Go go oh, under. I don't think it. Sorry guys, if y'all think and want to know what we're doing, we're I'm trying hitting, to figure out the HDMI uh -huh. switcher. I'm hitting three, three. Bro. I'm hitting two and three. Did it? That's not that. That's not very long range, is it? Am I not doing it right? Bro, oh, we're gonna ruin this podcast. Bro, no, this podcast is lit no matter what. Oh, uh, hey, thank man. you. That's that positive thinking. I switched it just now. Okay, here, here. Let me um just keep talking. Uh, Chuck, I so, love you. Real quick, love you man. Too, What's your favorite? Your favorite, most favorite conspiracy? Oh yeah, I put that on there. Yeah, you did. Oh shit. Well, damn. I don't know how far you want to dive into this rabbit hole, Keem, but uh, let's talk about being, being called the Earth being flat. We can talk about that, dude. I've 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 uh, I've done research on that 
Oh, on the flat Earth. Oh yeah, I'm curious. I posted a poll on my uh, Instagram the other day, and I was like, Ooh, "Chuck's holding my hand. What's going on here? What's going on?" <laughs> One. Oh, you got it. Three. All right, guys. You got it. There we go. Ha -ha. He's got it. Got it. Boom. Damn. Ooh, and now back to me. There we go. Oh, cool. Snap. So I am now the master controller, man. You are the master controller. What was I saying? I, po I posted a poll on Instagram the other day. Flat Earth and poll. And I was, uh, yeah, I was kind of like, just to get curious, because I don't like, I don't like saying I believe in flat Earth, because I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe either side. I'm, I'm a very open to open-minded person. Me too. But I do say, um, I, I posted a poll, and I was like, well, would you guys be open to an open conversation about, an open discussion or debate about the flat Earth? And the majority said no. Well, I was dude, like, dang. I think, man, I just think no matter what it is in this day and age, we are so mind controlled, um, programmed in the way of like, you know, most people, if someone says even just the inkling of something of like that doesn't resonate, it's not like, hey, let's talk about this. It's like, let's ridicule you. Let's ridicule you and call you an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's what, you know, uh, I don't know how deep i want to dive into all this stuff right now but i will say that like you know yeah man like people just need to have open discussions about it. and just because like you think you know something that you learned in kindergarten doesn't mean it's necessarily fact i mean everything that we know is learned and i and 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 you know yeah there are there are things that are factual like this desk is hard yeah and if i knock on it it's gonna make a sound yeah but i mean dude there are lots of things man that we just believe because someone told us to yeah i you feel know. like that's everything bro it is but I, and, and i think you know whether it's spiritual or, or religion i think even for me to just go there for one second the only reason i believe what i believe whether it's about god and creation or whatever is because i've experienced things in my own life that make me believe that but mm -hmm. but I think there are some other things where it's just like you were told that you saw something some scientists said this and it's like okay cool like the flat earth is such an interesting one it's it makes people so angry and and it's not that I I it does you know, right true. it's almost like it's like Bro. it's almost like if you bring it up to somebody and they're like don't insult my intelligence right yeah that, that seems to be the conversation that people go towards all i will say is this man is is there's some questionable things like look at the end of the day man i mean I'll, I'll throw out a huge one it's like you know i've never been in a rocket ship how do i know that i can even leave earth yeah do you know what i mean like that's a crazy one too to say and probably people will, will you know hate on this but it's like <laughs> dude i don't even necessarily know for a fact that you know, there's not some crazy dome over us or we can't even get out or space is real or not. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And that seems like crazy to say, but it's like at the end of the day, you can show me. I mean, dude, look at every single space movie. It's like, how real do they make that look? How real do you think, you know, like how much do movies cost? Yeah. You know, a couple hundred million. How much is the budget of, you know, NASA or whoever? Yeah. They, that, that's one of the things bro. that that's one of the things that I was brought up, man. And it's not like a it's not a conspiracy thing, but it's also like. For the amount of money that NASA gets, um, I mean, how much money do do they are they are they raking in like dude, from I government think it's like funding? It's like a billion a month or something, dude. It's I, some crazy it's number. Some crazy number. And it's dude. like, okay, so were you telling me we haven't been to the moon since the original explorations? And oh, and, oh, and by the way, we also don't have that technology anymore because it, we destroyed it. Well, dude, and, and I mean, the simplest one I can say about that is like, there's a video of like NASA. They say like, uh, you know there's the van allen belts and they're like yeah we can only go in low earth orbit like yeah. we're still working how to get past the van allen belts and it's like okay uh 
they just released this video in the last couple of years. It's like, how are you going to say that and then say like, well, we figured it out back in 1969, <laughs> but we can't figure it out now. It's like, it's like, hey, dude, uh, come you, on. you guys know that technology that we use? Yeah, well, you know the technology we have now? It's not as good. Well, and they say, dude, they say they lost it. They're like, all the telemetry data is lost. Yeah. Like, whose job was that? Yeah. It just doesn't matter. There's so, so many things, man, dude. that make you question things. And it's like, it's a conspiracy theory is what I dream, bro. You know, dude. Uh, I mean, it's but, I don't I don't even like to call it conspiracy. I just like I'm just curious, yeah. man. And I and I do want to know like what the truths truths are in the world. Yeah. You know, we don't like I said we could go down a huge rabbit hole for hours about this. But I will just say this is what I will say to everybody, man. Just be curious. Yeah. And and be open minded. And be open minded. And question man. everything. And, and, and question everything, dude. And and uh, yeah, man. It's just like don't. Are you out, Chuck? I love you guys. I love you, bro. Thank Come you, Zach. Here. Yeah, bro. I'll put Sorry, the camera I'm on Chuck, but he's actually t- yeah, taking his camera, camera with him. He's got to go shoot. Thank you all for tuning in. We're out. No, <laughs> hey, hold on real quick. How do I how do I end the live stream if I won't end it? Just uh, stop streaming. And oh, okay, I got to go. Okay. Stop recording. For sure. All right, later, man. Lock later, the door on your way out, bro. Wait, so what's your personal, what's your personal favorite conspiracy theory, though? I do like the Flat Earth one. Okay, that's pretty. That, that's that a pretty big a, one too. That is a big one. That that's like the I, mother of conspiracy I theories. Did, I just looked into that one for so long, and yeah, there was some stuff that I found where I was like, okay, that's weird, mm-hmm. you know. And and yeah, wh- wh- I don't, you know, I don't believe a hundred percent one way or the other. Yeah. But, but there are some definite huge questions I have. You want to know why though? Like one of one of the biggest, like the hardest things in believing the whole. Oh, there we go. The believing the whole flat Earth thing is that a lot of the people that that are that are fighting for it for that debate. They have a lot of crazy views too. You know what I mean? Like, well, dude, and I think there's a thing, and what people need to understand is there's a thing called controlled opposition. Mm. So, like, they say the flat Earth society, yeah, is controlled opposition. So they have some crazy things like, like the like the Earth is a disc and it's moving upwards. Yeah, and that's what accounts for gravity. Mm-hmm. So, like, when people hear that, they're like, "That's retarded." Yeah. I don't think that's true. So, like, I think you got to understand. I mean, even you could say Alex Jones, Infowars. Yeah, he's controlled opposition, and and he there's so much speculation that he used to be some other comedian that supposedly died, but it's it's probably him. Really, I can't remember what his name is, but yeah, go look it up. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to. Uh, but uh, but yeah, man. So like, you know, there's people set in place when I feel like when the powers that be realize that, you know, there is um something going on, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, like people are starting to realize this. Then they put one of their own agents in to kind of like muddy the whole waters. Yeah. And they say shit that makes the whole community look retarded. Yeah. And I think that happens in a lot of different things. I mean, you know, I'm fine with talking about the flat earth one just because, you know, it's not, it's not as personal as some other ones. Yeah. So, but I can you, go- you, you have to disclaim it though, you know, for people out there like, I'm not saying I believe it. No, I'm, I'm, dude. I, I, I'm just curious, yeah. man. And I will just say in my, in my, because yeah, man. When when someone brought that up, I was like, okay, I'm gonna like, I did a lot of research on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would just say there were some questions that didn't just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And there's still questions that I want answered. And um, and uh, but yeah, man. I you know I just think you know I think there's a lot of evil in this world mm-hmm. and uh, and not that I focus on that yeah but but yeah it's scary when you really dive into like the truth of things whether it be the food the culture the you know the well, you know one of the things too like that my, that my one of my buddies was telling me he's big into conspiracies is because he's doing uh, intermittent fasting right now and he's trying kinda, to do it a little bit too. and he, he's kind of yeah. like I, I he only eats once a day yeah you know and he yeah. at, in that 20 minute you know period so he you could technically say he he does a uh, 24 hour intermittent fasting yeah, yeah, and yeah. he and he doesn't you know 
he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke or anything like that. But he's he he's go, he's going on that path of enlightenment. And when I told him, like, bro, like, how do you how do you only eat once a day? And then he started telling me, well, you know, you know the whole thing that you're being told where you have to eat three days a uh, three days a uh, or three times a day or five times a day little small meals because that's all marketing. Kim, like, I only think ate about like it. once. I ate like two little things yesterday. I had like a little some, and then I had a smoothie, and I haven't eaten since yesterday, and I feel okay. Yeah, you know, and uh, but What's, yeah, but it's the thing is like is. I mean, think about it, dude. Who are the who are the people telling you to eat three meals a day, or that breakfast is yeah. the most important meal? Is these sugary, terrible yeah. cereals and like stuff? You know what I mean? So, so it's, it's kind of like well, like well, how they used to we used to grow up and they used to tell you, uh, you gotta eat or you you gotta make sure you drink your milk and get those strong bones. Oh, dude, and there's been so so much research that milk is bad for your bones, and people that had, drink too much milk they get uh, osteoporosis and all that stuff. Man. Oh yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. It's, uh, it's, you know, it, dude, I, this is crazy. I had this Uber today, um, this 80 year old, 81 year old guy. And nice. he, he was like from Germany. And, um, I, whenever I'm with like some super old person, I, and that's like, still like, seems like they're cool. I'm like, man, what's your secret? Yeah. And he was like, um, he was like good food was one of them. He yeah. was like, I, I don't eat like, you know, processed food. And, and he's like, I only eat like whole foods and he's i was like do you eat meat he's like yeah but you know he's just he, he doesn't eat any shit and then he's like good drinks and i was like uh what did he say he's like like johnny walker black 12 years <laughs> <laughs> but that's what he did he was like I, I was trying to get him to give me some philosophy and he was like he's like the three things you got to know is good food and good drinks yeah and i was like what's the third one and he's like if you don't know can't tell you and i was like does it have to do with women he's like you got it <laughs> What, what 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 do you mean? I don't know, but something about you know, obviously, sex or women. Or like have, have to, having to have. Do you think he meant having to have a constant? Maybe I don't know. Oh. But it was just about women. So take. take well, hey that. man, you got you got to make him tell you. Otherwise, you know, I it tried. might be too late by the hey, time you find out. Oh, like no. he was just like, if you, <laughs> you don't. Uh, but yeah, so but it was just interesting, man. He was just like good food and and good drink. Yeah, there's this uh, documentary on Netflix. Well, not documentary. There's a a TV show called Explained. Have you uh, gotten into it yet? No. Okay, so there's actually a YouTube channel called Expl- uh I don't know if the YouTube channel is called Explain or if it's by Vox. Like I okay, think it's okay, by Vox. Okay. There's a YouTube channel called Vox, yeah. and uh, they've made YouTube videos for years. Like that, kind of like Vice, how they do like half an hour, one hour videos, and they de- right. dive deep into like this culture or you know th- this this topic. Well, they they, they did one on uh, aging and how they're actually like trying to uh, increase the how old how much older people are getting. Um, and how back in the day, you know, the average lifespan was what, 30 or 40 years. And then now we've extended yeah, it to about, uh, 60, 70. And then, and some countries like overseas, the average age is actually like 15 years more than it is in, in, in the United States. And they brought it down to the fact that it's all about what you eat. Dude, I, you know? I think, look, I, you know, I think you're either healing yourself with the food or you're poisoning yourself yeah. at the end of the day. If you really, if you really think about it, uh, and I don't know who was the guy on the last, who was here earlier? Uh, Joe Vargas, Joe Vargas. Um, so he said something, um, God, what did he say? Oh my God. Um, you got to talk into that microphone, bro. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. And this is something that I say, it's either, you know, I think everything in life, you know, it kind of, you know, it's like a plant is what he said, I think. Mm-hmm. And, Things are either growing yeah. or they're dying. There's no like, it's not like when you see a plant, it's not like, oh, it's just like there. It's either growing still, right? Or yeah. it's dying. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, that's a, I, I relate that to like knowledge and, and you always got to, you always got to be learning because I think as soon as you say like, I know that, 
that's when you start, that's when people start surpassing you. Um, and yeah, you start dying as a person. Um, but I think, yeah, dude, it's with the food. It's man, you're either, you're either healing your body and, and doing good or you're poisoning yourself. And, and, um, and yeah, man, I think, yeah, dude, just nowadays it's, it's, I think, you know, no one wants to believe like we're being programmed, we're being poisoned, we yeah. are being lied to. Because it goes against everything they know. Well, exactly. You know? And I think that's what terrifies people. And, and I think it takes a, it takes a certain individual and, and you individuals out there, you're my people. You too, Keem. Yeah, hey, dude, it's like, you got to be open-minded, man. Yeah. And, and, but it's also just a curiosity of just like, man, I want to know what the truths are. Like, yeah. you know, I want to, you know. I was listening to this, uh, Eddie, you know, Eddie Bravo is, Oh yeah. Oh, Eddie Bravo, man. And he was talking about how, like, uh, I think he was on Theo Vaughn's podcast and he was talking about how, uh, since we're kids, we're trained that, you know, space, right. You get all these space more, the star Wars movies, or you get, um, you know, uh, just all these space movies, dinosaur movies. And you're trained from a kid that like, Oh yeah, you know, dinosaurs died 65 million years ago. Um, you got to drink milk. Um, you know, you, if you want, you, you, you want to grow up to be an astronaut one of these days, like all these things that you're being trained as a kid, right? Yes. To the point where you can become an adult, you're 20, 25 years old and, and you're being told it's not that way. You're like, Oh, you're automatically crazy. It's not even a fact that you're willing to entertain. You know, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of like, like, like you, you tell me, Oh, did you know, um, Mexico doesn't really exist. What, what are you talking about? I grew up my whole life in Mexico. You know what I mean? You can't tell me that. Like, I know it. I know it for a fact. You know what I mean? Like, it becomes a fact for them. So, well, yeah. And I think, you know, even a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, if you boil most, well, not most, but if you boil, you know, many scientific theories down, it's a theory still, bro. Oh, yeah. You know, and. Um, Easy. The theory of evolution, everything. Dude, yeah, man. You know, and, and I think people are so, you know, it's funny because a lot of those people, you know, are really against religion, but what a lot of people have made science into is a religion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, it's interesting. Most, most people who, who believe in science are more religious than people who are quote unquote religious. Yeah. It's interesting, man. So I feel that man. I just, man, I'm, I'm just curious, dude. I, I just, you know, it, I've got, I've dived too deep sometimes, whether it was like Illuminati or evil or satanic. I think, shit. I think that's, that's where everybody, like, but it's just like, dude, it's scary. And I think, you know what, and it's interesting, man. It's because like, I feel like a lot of what, what powers it be, you know, they're trying to, it's not that it's trying to like, uh, promote evil or something like that, but it's yeah. more about like no God. But I think in, in like the, the powers that be, it's like, you know, they do believe in like, you know, good and evil and the powers of being. And a lot of that is more, you know, towards the dark side of it. Um, and yeah, man, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of scary shit, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Whether, I, I don't even, I don't even want to go there. That's a big rabbit hole. We could spend another two hours on the podcast. But, but yeah, I just think, you know, bro, like people should know, like, you know, there is evil in this world. And, and as much as you don't want to think, you know, it's out to, to mess with you as a person or kill you or yeah, it is, man. So like, you know, I try to think and be aware of it and, and aware of my own. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, all you can control is you. And I think, you know, being aware of it, I think I think awareness is the first step to changing anything in your life. You got to be self-aware um, or aware of your surroundings. But, um, but man, you just got to, as soon as you're aware of, of whatever evils in the world, it's like, man, you got to do whatever you can to to be the best that you can be. And then through that, like, help people around you and be a positive thing, man, because it's like... Um, yeah, dude. There's a lot I feel of like shit I feel like knowing down. knowing knowing is kind of I would say half the battle, but it's also it really it's not because even though even if you know, 
doing is the other like 99%, right? Like knowing is 1% of the battle, but really like doing is 99% of the battle. Like I know for a fact that, you know, I need to change my eating habits right now. Cause I, yeah. I used to, I used to do keto yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and I dropped a shit ton of weight, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I went from 380 to 300 pounds nice. on, on keto. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was also working out and everything, yeah, but yeah. Um, I attribute the weight loss to keto. Yeah. Um, and I know that I, one day I want to become vegan. I want to well, do that because it's, 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 it's interesting, bro. Cause I, you know, it's funny. Cause I, I was vegan for a lot of last year hmm. and, um, how'd you like it? Dude, it was fine. You know, I think in Vegas, there's enough things to like satiate that. But dude, I, I will just say this. There, I've actually found lately, I found the other side of it where it's like the, the powers that be are trying to make everyone vegan because at the end of the day, veganism will make you sick. So, uh, it's interesting, man. It's like, I've, you think veganism will make you sick? Dude. No, I don't know, but I'm yeah. just saying I've heard that side of it too, where yeah. it's like there's been people who are like advocate vegans where they had to start eating meat again because it was messing with them. Yeah. So I don't, it's so, that was something very new to me that I just kind of like heard about in the last couple of weeks. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was vegan. Then I went back to, you know, eating meat. I would say this, man, I would say where I'm at now because I am back to eating meat and I did feel good about ve being vegan. And, and, you know, honestly that documentary on Netflix yeah. is what kind of sparked that. But then it's like, Okay, if Netflix is kind of a, almost a part of the powers that be, why do they promote this a lot? I, yeah. I don't know. So I'm like, it's weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's interesting. So what I would say is this, man. I would say, you know, if everybody in the world could eat a little bit less meat, yeah. it would be helpful for everybody. Not yeah. only for you as a person, but um, the world at large. Because yes, the, the meat industry, you know, does a lot of damage to the environment. So, so yeah. I would say this, even go back to the 81-year-old guy. It's like, eat whole foods, man. And then like, don't eat red meat every day. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if you want to have some chicken or some red meat or some pork or some fish every once in a while, I think it's okay. But I think it's the overconsumption of all these things. It's one of the things that, uh, that, that Chuck always talks about. And that's, he's like one of the first person to put me on it onto it is, uh, moderation. You know, it's, Dude, a, it's it, so yeah, it, it's, it's, it's terrible to drink soda, you know, but once in a while yeah. may not do anything to you. You know what I mean? As yeah. opposed to you drink three, four, five cans a day, then you're talking about maybe getting cancer. Well, yeah, or kidney stones or whatever, bro. I mean, it's just like, it, it is about moderation. And, and yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've been trying to put more focus on health lately too, whether I've been, I kind of recently started working out too. And, and, uh, and it's interesting, man. It's like, you know, cause I was vegan and now I'm back. It's, it's my mindset now is just like, you know, what's healthy. Mm -hmm. Everyone does. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like, as long as you just like eat what you know is healthy, whole foods, like, you know, good proteins, good fats. Yeah. And then like you don't overindulge and then you try to like be as active as you can. And yeah, yeah I think, I think intermittent fasting, there's, there's, you know, it is important and your body gets to the ketosis where it's like you're, you're burning fat. Cause as soon as you wake up and you put you, um, you know, someone was talking about the other day, it's like when you're fasting a little bit, your, your body is kind of fat burning. And then as soon as you put uh, food in your body, natural fat, it, it, it starts storing immediately. So I think there is something to fasting. I think even if you, a lot of people like to go back to like, Oh, when we were cavemen or whatever, it's like, yeah. if you think about that, yeah, you had to get up as a caveman and whether you had to go. And I think the, I think here is the, like, uh, I think here's the misconception is that those people ate meat every day. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, it, maybe it was hunter gatherer, but 
it was probably 80% more gathering. Yeah. It's like, maybe maybe the men didn't catch, it's like, it, do you think the men always caught something to eat? Maybe But it's not. also like, like if, you, if you're going to break it down that way where you're talking about like, oh, you know, back in the caveman days, we only ate meat. But I'm like, oh yeah, but we also only lived about 30. You know what I mean? Like, well, there you go, dude. I you got you to gotta look at the entire thing. Exactly. And I think it was a lot more gathering. I think, yeah. you know, um, yeah, man, it, it's, you know, so it's like, it's not that we just, ate meat and i think but but what i was going to say is is when you you know whatever you're in a tribe or you're a caveman you know you had to get up and like maybe you had to hunt for five six hours or gathers for five six hours with the whole crew before you guys ate at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it wasn't like you know it maybe wasn't always like you got up and you had a meal you know i mean you had to like work for it so i think that's a part of it too and i think i think honestly man there's dude for millennia bro as long as you think the world has been around dude there's there's a huge you know fasting goes back forever man yeah and and i think even when people got sick a long time ago they would put you know these sick people in like a tent and then they without food and through that process like your body knows how to heal itself and when yeah. it's and it can only fe- heal itself when it's not constantly being fed you know so so yeah man i mean i, I dude i love talking about all this stuff and i think you know health is such an interesting thing i just think at the end of the day like you know you, what people if I, i'll talk about this conspiracy is the medical field like Ooh. we're not in we're not in a community of of curing anything we're oh in, yeah we're in a society of treating so dude it's like you know, instead of putting, you know, it's like, stop taking pills. Just yeah. put like good food in your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what, uh, that's what I was, I always preach to my family is like, I, I can explain it to the, explain it to them kind of like this, like, you know, think about a, a big company like Netflix. Would they rather charge you a hundred dollars to use a service or would they rather collect their four, their nine ninety nine a month? You know what I mean? Exactly, bro. And that's exactly how they're like, come back for your mm-hmm. prescription, yeah. subscription. Yeah. And, 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 and it makes sense. Like, uh, if you think about it, what, what is the, like, I always look at what are the motives? What are the goals? What are the uh, ulterior motives for, for people doing that? And it's always come back to money. You it's know what I mean? Money. Of course so it's like, money. is there, is there money, money is there money in curing people or is there money in no, temporarily no, relieving pain? There's no money in curing people, bro. Yeah, Exactly. You know, and that's terrible. It's terrible to say, and it's terrible that that's actually a thing. Yeah. And uh, and what's also a thing is that most medical doctors only have to go through like five hours of nutrition. Uh huh. So it's like, that's crazy to me, dude. Yeah. I, there's some. I, well, even 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 there, there there there's been like documentaries where they actually interview real doctors. That said, oh yeah, by the way, these pills, like they were kind of pushed down on us to push of them. Of course, you know they what I mean? Were, it was kind of like we, we work with these pharmaceutical companies, exactly. and every month we had to prescribe this amount of, which is insane to me, bro. Like you, if you're giving, like, oh, here's a, I don't know what a popular pill would be, but like, let's just say something for depression. Uh, you guys have to sell this amount of, or there's money I mean, to be Zoloft made. Zoloft or some shit. Zoloft, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, 100%, man. Follow the money everywhere you go. Um, yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah, man, I just, I just, yeah, I, I just, I think what I, what I hope for the world is just like people just open their eyes more and they see it because if everyone realizes what's going on and everyone, you know, figured out like, Hey, like, wow, like this shit's messed up. Yeah. Then maybe some real change would happen. But, but, um, you know, we're, you know, uh, there's some great Nixon quote. Um, oh, there's two things I want to say. There's a Nixon quote. Remind me of the Nixon quote. But um, you said, uh, we were talking about actions, but I wanted to say this quote. Um, to know and not to do is not to know. Whoa, 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 break that down. To know and not to do is not to know. That makes sense. 
So if you know, yeah, and you don't do it, you don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like 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 saying, uh, uh, I I I know I need to eat well, but I don't do it. So it's might as well not know it, right? Exactly. It doesn't yeah. matter. That's a good quote. Who who uh, said that? I think it's Leo Piscalia or something like that. Yeah. Uh, don't quote me, but I think that's what it is. Well, what was that other quote you were talking uh, about? The Nixon quote. Uh, Nixon quote. It is uh, the American people don't believe anything until they unless they see it on TV. Damn. Okay. So that's such a good quote. I mean, bro, it's like <laughs> the American you, people don't believe anything until they see it on TV, dude. Yeah. So I mean, just just like sit with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, bro. I mean, whatever. Any, yeah. anything anything i mean we all know things we could i could go to with that but but um but yeah man so dude it's i mean the media is a scary scary tool that has really like you know that can does whatever it wants man yeah you know what was well, what about the the music industry do you believe uh because there's we talked about the illuminati and everything do you think there's a yes yeah 100 <laughs> percent um and that's scary too you know because i i want to be up there yeah but but um you know i want to come up on the microphone real quick i will um (laughs) i will just say man i mean look yeah there's there's a lot of evil in you know the hollywood entertainment industry and and you know you know hold me to this Mm keem but as i continue to you know have more success my you know my main goal is you know, along with everything, man, is to not only stay true to myself, but to not compromise, man. And, um, you know, I pray to God that I'm not in situations where I have to or, or, and I, cause I don't want to, man, I don't want to compromise. I don't want to, you know, you've seen, I've seen countless celebrities say like, I sold my soul mm-hmm. and I never want to say that, Yeah, you know, and, and um, they may mean it, uh, how do you say metaphorically, but you know, but it might well, be, you know what they mean it, when dude, they say they sold their soul. They did, they did what they wouldn't ordinarily have done. Yeah. But who knows, man, it could be literal. Hey, you never it know, could man. It could be like literally selling yourself to the devil. That's a whole nother conspiracy. Do you think we're going to go into an alien war pretty soon, bro? Um, no, no, but I will say that, um, why do you think we have been so programmed to like believe in aliens? You know what I mean? It's because if they, if the powers that be wanted to take over, just make it look like an alien invasion. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's one of the things that, that does kind of the biggest push for that conspiracy is they're saying, uh, you know, what's the best way to kind of unite the world into a one world government, right? I mean, and it's a proven fact. Nothing unites people more than a fear of something else. You know what I mean? Like an, another entity. You know, why do uh, why do Americans come together when a terrorist attack happens? Or you know, why well, you know why do they feel a certain way towards a certain race of people? Because they're together now. Like the the you know blacks, whites, Mexicans, all that. We're Americans now. We're no longer black, white, Mexican. We're Americans. Right. And then they're not. You know, like the, it, when you when you split it into a us versus them situation, you have complete control, man. Yeah, man, and and what you know, what I've what some interesting things like overseas that I've I've kind of learned is is you know instead of going in and you know taking over a place, if you get the two different kinds of people who live there to yeah. fight each other, then they're doing it for you. Yeah. So it's like the real divide and conquer is real. I mean, yeah. even if you look at our, you know, yeah, I heard him, you know, you guys saying you didn't want to talk about politics, but yeah, you know, it is divide and conquer. I mean, th- there's a reason why it's blue or red yeah. or left and right is because yeah. it's just dude it's it's a it's a way it's a much easier way to to divide people man Why and it's it easy just... it's like a game it's like you know are you there it's a whole mentality bro it's like a dopamine effect where you uh 
you align yourself with people who have the same views as you and and now you're against them you know it's uh and i dude and on that note i was gonna say this earlier but i hate the um and i don't like to say i hate anything but i really do not like the uh you're either with me or you're against me yeah and i don't subscribe to I that hate man that shit man and i know people who are like that and i'm just yeah. like no yeah. It's why? I can completely have a conversation with somebody who has completely different views than me, man. If anything, I'm looking at something to I'm looking I'm looking to get something out of it, which is perspective. Like I wanna know why you think so different, you know? Um yeah. and if anything, like I think I think conversation is something that people need to work on, man. It, you know, people are like you said, it's either um you're with me or against me. No, like no, I wanna get to know your perspective. You know, you you never know. You might kinda convince me or enlighten me on something that I don't know. Yeah. So I, I feel that man. Uh, well, I was going to show you this picture cause we're on oh. this cause I dude, it's so funny. I found a couple things, um, uh, last night. Cause I, I, I know I put that conspiracy theory in the yeah. email. So I was like, <laughs> I like found some things that I was like, Oh, that's great, dude. Um, this is one of them. Look at this. What's that? What, what is it you're showing me here? It's Zach? like the level of conspiracy. Level like, one. You see that? <laughs> Jeez. Yo. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> level yeah. two yeah wow you have to send me this bro i will i will, I will. Dude, this is this is awesome yeah Blood no dude pop. when i saw that i was like that is so amazing <laughs> aliens bro. are demons yeah. hey project bluebeam <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna send this to my buddy yeah dude, he yes. would love that but bro. isn't that great yeah that literally that's almost all of them yeah um oh yeah so i guess we can talk about level one stuff yeah. maybe that's like okay chemtrails <laughs> man oh my god so uh but, everybody that wants to be on here always wants to talk about conspiracy theories it's just oh, they fun do? to talk about oh, yeah. dude i love it man i mean you know i don't want to get too deep because i don't know it's, this could be a six they'll get pod. me bro they're gonna get me we'll be your podcast until chuck comes back yeah i oh, think dude, i'll a... be your I'll be your guest anchor <laughs> but uh but no dude it's weird i am like i am not afraid but it's like um you know sometimes i get like if I have deep conversation about those friends, like I get weirded out if my phone's in the room. Mm -hmm. Like I'm almost a little weird, weirded out that we already talked about this and that'll be on YouTube. But yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah. I mean, at some point, I will put my views out there, but uh, it's interesting, dude. You have to, man. That's kind of what we talked about with uh, with we had Joe on earlier. Is you kind of have to, you know, speak your mind, live live by your own moral compass, and kind of like you know, I mean, it's not like you're. Uh, it's not like what you what what you're saying hasn't already been said out there. Well, exactly. You know? Exactly. But I think I think I think honestly though, like there is a little list. Like as soon as I typed in like whatever conspiracy into YouTube, yeah. a little like yeah. <laughs> the CIA's office was like, yeah. "All right, he's on the list now." How do you feel about uh what's it called? Alex Jones just had his YouTube channel removed and he had his Twitter deleted. Really? Yeah. All see, of that's, it. see that's in, that's interesting because like i said i think there's a huge thing of that he is controlled opposition like but um but, but it, I don't it just know. it messes me up that. it messes me up psychologically because i'm starting to think like whoa thought we had freedom of speech here man well What's we do and we on? don't we do and we don't because if you if you go and talk to or or you've watched any videos of um you know big conspiracy like video people on yeah. youtube do they have videos taken down all the time man yeah you know um whether it's about whatever conspiracy so yeah. so yeah man i mean and they'll they'll flag it as whatever yeah you know so i have a uh, i have this ipad and uh my brother bought me one of these little slips that you put on top of your camera oh, right, and it's right, right. and you slide it you slide it over and it can you, you can hide the camera basically 
Well, dude, I watched. I watched. There's a great documentary just about surveillance on Vice, Ooh. and Ed and Edward Snowden's in it. And dude, this isn't even conspiracy as much as it is like how easy it is yeah. for people to hack into anything, bro. And and is there really, um, you know, I can't remember what it was called, but like you know, um, journal like like dark journalism of like being with someone and it being completely private. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't know what it's called, but but um, that is a great documentary that Vice did. It's about how easy it is for people to get on your phone, yeah. to, to turn on your computer, on your webcam. Um, it's scary easy, dude. I love Vice documentaries, man. There's they've done they've done so many. No, I've, dude, I've Vice, looked, you always Vice said like if I ever had to work like a like if I ever left my current job and had to go work for like another job, like I feel like the next level for me would be working for Vice. Like I'm oh, one of those teams. Vice I feel is, like it's so fun. I agree, man. I think I think vice i mean i'm sure that there's other networks like vice but vice is like the biggest one and they yeah they just they just talk about things and cover things that like just no one else kind of does man yeah you know um yeah dude um what else is on that list i see you i want i want to know why you i want to know personally why, why you why you had written disc golf on, oh, the, on yeah. the list of things to talk about that's kind of a random point bro <laughs> well yeah man i mean obviously we've talked about music but i i think it's cool to like talk about other things that i like you know obviously conspiracy is one of those yeah or truth seeking um <laughs> but uh but no disc golf is my other um passion man i used to uh, i used to be a skater kid like when i was 13 or whatever like literally the choice was do i want to be a pro skater or do i want to do music yeah oh it was that big that big yeah. of a oh yeah wow and then I was just like, yeah, music. Music's not only going to be more fun, but I'm going to have to hurt myself way less. Yeah. Because, dude, I see it, man. I mean, shout out to all the pro skaters right now. But yeah. it's like, dude, there is fools doing some crazy stuff, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially you know, given given the fact that you have that talent of music, I just see it. Like, if you, if you, could, if you were a really good football player – and you were really good at music, just pick music because it's going to be less intense on your body. You and know it's what I mean? going to give it to do it way longer. And 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 granted, I still skated, but but uh, I don't skate as much because, yeah, man, um, if I break my arm or my wrist and I can't play guitar or produce, like, yeah. it would not be good. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so, yeah, so disc golf is something I did like six months before I moved here. It's something I always wanted to try. Like, I've done real golf. Like, I can play real golf, but... But, um, so I finally went out like six months before I moved here and dude, I just fell in love with it, man. I mean, as soon as you have your discs, it's free. There's a couple of places where you can go and pay out here, um, that are dope. Like wild horse, you can get a cart, um, North Las Vegas, it's six bucks and you can play at night under the lights. It's dope, man. I gotta go there, man. So yeah, I'm a part of the LVDGC, which is the Las Vegas disc golf club. Um, they have, you know, monthly bag tags. They have doubles things every week, which is where you, uh, you know, you pay six bucks, you draw a random partner and you can win money. And if you get an ace, there's an ace spot. Like, dude, it's awesome, man. It's like, it's the one thing thing that um it has like not only like a competition element i'm super competitive yeah so um mostly i mean yeah. i'm nice but but yeah when i'm playing <laughs> sports like dude i yeah i'm like i want to win but um but yeah it's like super competitive there's a team out there's like a team sometimes when you're playing doubles and there's a whole community and honestly man it's the first family i had like uh first relationship i had when i was here like did not work out and i moved out with a disc golf friend yeah and um and yeah man it's just a great community and 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 it's a sport where like i'm not gonna get hurt i'm not gonna get really hurt you know what i mean it's like you know and it's physical and it gets me out walking in nature and it's dope dude i, I love it man it's it's my uh, it's my other love like my my ideal like music tour mm -hmm. would be like i 
tour all over and I also get to like stop at different disc golf tournaments and places, dude. Or what if you get to play at one of those like, you know, big events where they have disc golf? Yeah. You get to play at those. And those, or those too. Yeah, yeah man. I'm super down. No, dude, it's funny, man. And I even watch like the world championships are going on right now. Yeah. Um, they have world championships for yeah. it? Oh, dude, it's huge, man. It's you get open hu- my mind up to this stuff, man. Dude, I've never heard of it's it. It's cool, man. I mean, you know, the big players are like Ricky Wysocki, Paul McBeth. Um, those are probably the two major ones in the last couple of years. Mm. But um, wait, like, so what was it that got you interested in disc golf? Like, if, if I if I can ask. Well, someone I just I knew about it from high school. Like, I think there was like a disc golf club. I never went and played, but I talked to the dude, and then I was working with someone, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go." And I went, and and uh, dude, I just got hooked. It's just fun throwing the disc, and like when you make like a hundred foot putt or something like that. Like, yeah, you know what a disc golf basket looks like. No, one of the things I was going to ask is, is it is because I don't know what this golf looks like, but is it physically like intensive? Is it like something you got to really use your well, body yeah. for? So you, you like you do a couple steps into a throw. There's like a backhand throw. There's a forehanded throw. Um, it's not super physical, but like it's not physical contact, though, right? No, okay. no, no, no. It's like okay. golf. dude. OK, <laughs> so instead of like a golf swing, yeah. it's like you're throwing a disc like a Frisbee. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's basically Frisbee golf, but yeah. they're not really frisbees they're called discs but yeah. that's what it is it's frisbee golf oh okay okay now now i'm starting to get a you got it? a better picture of yeah. what it looks like so the, the baskets yeah. the the holes are baskets so it's like this little round thing with like the, these chains that hang down and catch the disc yeah so how yeah. big are the discs i want to say they're like uh seven inches something like that oh, about the size of a tortilla yeah exactly (laughs) but yeah there's like there's different ones like just how you have drivers and putters for golf like there's the same thing with disc golf so um yeah man it's cool dude actually i watch i watch it too like i follow it it's it's uh it's cool man i mean um until you get out there and play or you watch it like you know it sounds like this weird thing but it's awesome man there's a whole community around it like it's huge around the world um and yeah man it's like most people probably wouldn't think that but i used to before i moved to vegas i wanted to get in some kind of like some kind of just league thing because i used to skate all the time so i wanted something that was community like yeah. some kind of league i wanted to get a basketball league but it's like dude you could hurt yourself so bad in basketball so disc golf just kind of it kind of just satiated all the things i wanted about skateboarding and sports all together in something that's like you know a community thing where i'm not going to hurt myself so like super grateful for it man it's like it's definitely my other love and passion and and uh, dude it's just fun dude yeah i feel like for a lot of people who who are creative and they're in that field of like making music or photography or whatever it is they need to have a like yes. a hobby man you got to have yes. something that that is outside of that because your passion you know there's people out there who say like oh all i, all I want to do is is music and i that's all i want to worry about but it's like no you, you no, got to feed that dude. other part of your brain that distracts from that aspect you know what i mean and kind of have something else that also makes you happy and you can take a break from yeah and i don't think you i don't think you know music and art are interesting man i i don't think you can consistently make good art unless you go live mm-hmm. and you have experiences to make art about yeah and you definitely need to have something that's just like like a sport or something active or something like that's different that takes your mind away from it where you can just be free whether it's like running or hiking or some sport or golf or whatever dude i think it's extremely important man yeah you know and 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 uh you know to be well-rounded man it's like no i don't want it dude like i don't want to make music 24 7 so then that's a that's, that's kind of a good place to uh to end it but one of the last questions i had for you was bringing it back to your music yeah how do you feel or how do you want your music to help the world at large yeah man you know i i kind of already touched on it a little bit with the lone song i just you know um 
you know, my, my biggest aspirations when I think about being successful in music are, you know, I, I think about playing huge shows, mm-hmm. you know, like whether it's headlining Coachella or Glastonbury or huge festivals or being able to play a stadium or something like that. Um, you know, so to touch on that for a second, it's like, yeah, man, you know, to have events where, you know, let's just say it's a hundred thousand people came to see me and, you know, just that many people being able to have this positive, like memory, like life milestone experience of like coming to see music and like, I can, you know, be this outlet for people. And, and, uh, that's amazing, man. I, I don't, there's only two things that can draw that much is I guess you could say sports, politics and music Yeah. where that many people will come out and stand next to each other that they don't know. Um, but yeah, on a massive level, man, you know, I want to, I want to turn my, my music career, you know, not all, I want to also be a producer and a songwriter, um, and I I am that anyways. But um, but yeah, man, I I want to get to a level of power and influence where yeah, my views you know can touch and help people, and and where I have enough money to you know invest in in younger creators that have positive things to give the world, man. Um, and yeah, you know, I want to you know bring up the people around me. And I want to help in any way I can other people that are not only trying to do similar things, but that are doing, whether it's not even in music, whether it's, you know, inventions or companies, I just, I, I want to get to the level where I can help, you know, things that are pushing the world forward in a positive way. And yeah, I also want to, you know, spread my philosophy of whether it's positivity or being open-minded or, or be aware or, or yeah, man, I just think, you know, or just being a place to tell people they're awesome and, and I love you and like, you know, don't give up and keep going and keep dreaming and don't let, you know, whoever around you that's negative bring you down. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, 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 I definitely, definitely, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, music is what I love and it's what I feel like that is my, like my superpower to get where I want to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, but once I'm whatever there or, or something, you know, I, I want to take whatever power and influence I have from music and, and help spread it, you know, in whatever way I can positively, man. Cause I, I, you know, I think we're only on this earth, you know, my buddy, I just heard someone say today, you know, everyone, we all have an expiration date, man. So before that, that expiration date, you know, happens, man, I want to leave a mark in, in this world, man. And, and yeah. I want it to be a positive mark. That's a good mindset to have, man. It's kind of like a, the whole, aspire to inspire thing and uh making sure that making sure that that whatever you do is kind of outside of yourself and not just for yourself um and i think music is a good avenue for that man yeah i just think there's too many look there's enough artists who you know just talk about money and and bitches or whatever dude they're just all about themselves and they're they're causing you know yeah whatever disarray but um you know and that are hurting the culture you know maybe but but yeah i don't want to be you know i don't want to be like that i want to be an artist that writes about things that are real and and um that come from a a true place of integrity because i you know that's how i want to be and i want to spread integrity and kindness humility um gratitude um and faith you know Mm -hmm. and whether it's you know faith in something bigger than yourself or you know faith in yourself and and all that stuff man yeah that's a that's a pretty good point man yeah uh I want to kind of wrap it up and uh, yeah. tell people, man, thank you so much for being on. Dude, no problem. I um, really appreciate it. But we're going to go ahead and put all your information down below. Cool. Um, in the show notes and the description and everything for YouTube and everything for the podcast. But I also, want, you, do you want to tell people where to find you and, you know, kind of get in contact with you? Yeah. So um, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Zach Gray, Z-A-C-K-G-R-A-Y. 
um, on Facebook, my, uh, my band page profile is Zach Gray Music. Um, my email is ZachGrayMusic at gmail.com. Uh, my website is ZachGrayMusic.com. Uh, what else is there? SoundCloud at Zach Gray. Um, yeah, I'm either Zach Gray or Zach Gray Music on everything. Um, yeah. If you Google me, you will find it. Just make sure you spell it Z A C K G R A Y. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we were butchering it earlier, man. Jeez. But, uh, but it's so yeah. cool that you have that as your Instagram handle and that's kind of like your name and everything. Dude. But, like, man, I'm, I, there's so many ways to spell it. Somebody has to, you, have to, you know. I know. <laughs> Dude, and it's funny. There, uh, Yeah, man. I'm just, I, I feel very lucky to have that. And, and, and when I first got it, I wasn't thinking I was going to be a solar. So I feel very grateful and blessed that I have those two things, man. Thank so, you for being on, man. Yeah, I really bro. appreciate it, man. And we're going to have to have you back on and kind of talk about more, uh, in-depth things as far as conspiracies because I feel dude, like that could be a whole I'm, episode on its own. Dude, I'm super down. And then we'll half of it will be trying to whisper again. Oh, yeah. We got to do that whisper podcast. Dude, that was so hard. To That's like, right. Keep it serious, bro. Well, I think I'm going to end it on that note, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate it. And we'll catch you guys on the next morning dinner. See you guys. Bye. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.